are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Who's Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 146 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. It is Sunday, December 20th, 2020, and some pretty big cool stuff happened this week. Friends, we are jittery. Not unlike Kev's leg next to a microphone stand, we ignited the green, we ignited the black, and to be frank, we all ignited the brown as well. (laughs) taking you on this grand adventure are your four scruffy boys and my name right here is jimmy dice and with me over here over there in the great state of maine man behind the board mr ed bossart sub dude yo seen anything good on tv lately i don't know Did you <laughs> <next round? laughs> that's what mark hamill tweeted lately what, a couple no, he's later. right. I mean, I watched the uh, episode 10, Terra Firma Part 2 from Discovery, so I can't wait oh, to talk about so that. so did I, yeah. <laughs> so over there in the UK, another one of our scruffy dudes is Mr. Kev Garbett. What is up, man? How are we, fellas? How are we? Uh, we yeah. are good. Right? good. We yeah, are... That's a question. I've not seen out good on TV. <laughs> <laughs> You've been reading books. I've been reading... Uh, Yes, Jimmy, I've been reading loads of EU. I've not watched any TV. I've just reading EU books. (laughs) EU books. (laughs) Last up broadcasting from his brand new professional studio, our man, Mr. Chris Hall. How's it going, man? Mate, do you know what? I'm fucking, I'm really disappointed that we didn't get no Moldy Crow in this new, in this fucking episode, you know. (laughs) I I probably weren't going to come on tonight, you know what, Jimmy, because I'm just distraught. You know, hashtag missed opportunities. You know, all I can say. It's been. Yeah. So how's, your peti- how's your petition, Jimmy? How's that petition? Uh, I'm dr- hold on. I'm drafting it up <laughs> right now as we speak. We'll, we'll, we'll sign it, mate. We'll sign it for you. Exactly. 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 <laughs> we have a special guest joining us this evening. Uh, our man, we love to game with, love to stream with, Mister Doing Okay from Oklahoma, Mister Jeff Pierman. So awesome to have you with us today, man. Hey guys, how you doing? Yay. What a week! What a week, huh? What? It's been all right, Jeff. On it, it's been all right. No, it's been okay. It's been okay. It's been it's okay. Been fine. <laughs> it's been great for those deep fakers out there. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, I love it. Well, there it is, and here we are. Let's jump into our weeks in Star Wars, because you know, let's get through the nitty gritty and get right to the beef. So, Kev, tell us about your week. My week, Max. My week. Well, um, it's been all right. It's been all right, lads. It's been all right. You know, um, it's been all I've right. Spoke, I, I have I've spoken before about how I sort of watch The Mandalorian. 
and I am it streams at eight o'clock over here. Um, and I get up, I get up early. And for seven previous episodes of The Mandalorian, I've watched it at 8 a.m. and had zero interruptions. So it comes to the very, very, very final episode, which is the most important episode. And I'd like to express a massive thank you at 20 past eight in the morning to the post lady who decided to deliver me a massive fucking parcel at 8.20, just as in the fucking Mandalorian season two finale, the Death Troopers are activating. I was... But it turns out it wasn't too bad because the parcel was something massively cool and special that I'd ordered ages ago. Ooh. So at 20 past eight, when she did it, I threw this parcel down. We're halfway through, obviously, Mando finale. I opened, I opened this parcel at about half past nine. And oh, my God, boys, it was... The Mandalorian season one, eight vinyl box set soundtrack. Nice. And I ain't going to lie to you, boys. It's just beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. Um, It's got eight individual vinyl albums in it with artwork by Paul Mann per chapter. Um, I've defiled it. A few times, boys. Oh, yeah. The plastic fell on it. it. <laughs> What's that hole doing in the cover? Never you mind that. That, that, that little glory hole is is Never you pure, mind that. It's pure, glory hole. It's, it's, <laughs> do you know what now? It don't fit on the record player because of them holes in the middle have got too big. You know? <laughs> oh, I thought like it just fit just fine, Kevin. Oh man! I did too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Chris, I had, I had, I had to lower the hole to get it <laughs> <laughs> to get a smaller hole in there. Oh, what are you? <laughs> Wait, how's oh, there okay. still plastic on it if you've already opened it? I don't understand this. No, well, it's a trick, Ed. What you do is you cut <laughs> it down the side. Mm-hmm. It's a trick, Ed. So you slice it down the side, and then all the vinyls just pull out. Uh, and I, oh, honestly, it's absolutely beautiful. I played a couple so far. I played chapter one and chapter two. Um, the sound is brilliant on it. Um, nice. I got a tweet in the week actually from one of the listeners, Christine, who she's got it as well, and it is just absolutely brilliant. But <clears throat> what did customs fuck you on that, mate? Forty quid, mate. <sighs> you know, well, it was like two hundred dollars to buy. It was twenty dollars to ship, and then it was forty quid. To like the import charges, so Brexit, mate. You just gotta, you just gotta get out. I I didn't, I didn't even, I couldn't even. You know what the sickener is? I couldn't even do a payment plan on it. I had to actually pay for this outright. (laughs) (laughs) So that that's took a massive chunk out the old wallet and the credit card and everything. So that that's an absolute killer, lads. Um, They tracked your name when you logged on to buy. It's like, oh no, no, this is the fucking payment plan guy. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Add a forty dollar tariff on that too. Jimmy, Jimmy, they're sick of my emails. Look, lads, this two hundred's a bit steep. Can I, can I pay ten dollars a month? <laughs> Next eighteen years, please. I can't wait till that day you disappear and just all your payment plans like just go poof. I don't even know how many payment plans I've got anymore. I've got like TVs. I've got hot toys. I've got Blu-ray. I've just I've completely lost track. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, That's how you survive Brexit payment plans. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I've. I've got a payment plan through Kev. Yeah. 
this <laughs> is the see, beginning see, of the end. <laughs> the, good, the good thing about that was I was completely sympathetic when Chris said, do you do a payment plan? And I'm like, actually, Chris, I do. Rather than... <laughs> 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 I've not told him the interest rate on it yet. but uh... I am not surprised. So, yeah, I... I I, I got the I got that vinyl box set. Speaking of soundtracks as well, I don't know if you saw that season two, volume two, dropped on Spotify uh, mm. and everything. Mm. So I have listened to that twice now, all the way through. Um, dude, Ludwig's music, mate. We'll get to that in um, right. final the final episode. Right. So good, so good. The uh, have you have you heard? It? Jimmy, did you listen through it eight times? <laughs> no, I've seen the episode like twelve times. But... <laughs> that works too. That works too. It just it just took the dialogue out of it, did he? You just listen to this. <laughs> Sometimes I do weird shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, that that dropped the other day. Oh, the last four tracks on it, which are Troopers, A Friend, Open the Door, and Come With Me, are just fucking brilliant to listen to on your headphones and just turn it off the bit with the troopers on when that music's going is absolutely extraordinary so i listened to that as well and then finally last night this is how party time it is in the garbert household on a saturday night revenge of the sith 4k fucking oh, oh it's so good it's so good that's my favorite one so far in 4k Avengers. Yeah, just see, fucking right. I can see all those. I can see all those beautiful computer graphics in glorious <laughs> CGI. So I, I uh, that was that was it. But other than that, it was uh, that's it. Nice quiet Friday. Nothing else happened. I think it was pretty much. Nice. Uh, uh, Chris, Kev, do you know what I watched on Thursday, mate? <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, mate. Awesome. Oh. I am loving this oh, Revenge brother. of the Sith oh, love. My brother Anakin. What made, you, uh, what made you do that, mate? I've got no idea. Yeah, I think I was just hyped for like Friday morning. I finished work because I put Friday off. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> and um, I was like, I just slipped it on the old uh, Disney Plus. Mate, just <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Mrs. H watched it with me. It was Ooh. Interesting, interesting commentary. Um huh? But yeah, yeah, it was, it was really good. Did she, got, what uh, did she think of it? It's weird because I was watching it, and Jeremy Bullock's in it, isn't it? I know we're going to talk yeah. about it later, but he's he plays this, the pilot, doesn't he? And uh, yes, mate. Jimmy Smith's. Is oh, that's right. Fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that, but yeah. And then I was watching it, and about ten minutes after I'd watched that scene, the news came up on my phone, and I was like, oh, it freaked me out a bit. Um, but yeah, so I watched that. I uh, watched a bit of Rebels in the week on my lunch breaks. Um, but as Jimmy alluded to, I've just... My studio's done. So I've spent all weekend moving. I've boxed up all my toys. They're still all in boxes. Uh, I've got just got shit everywhere. I've got to talk really close to the microphone because it's echoey. <laughs> but other than that, um, Friday. Didn't do out on Friday. Boring. Boring day. Yeah, it was Friday. what it made. Yeah. Wait, you like painted or something? Yeah. Hmm? Didn't you paint that room you're in? <laughs> did drywall and mud. Sometimes, Kev, that fucking British humour just gets lost, doesn't it? Just totally lost Wait, in translation. We've, we've talked about this before, and it, yeah. that was the prime example of the British humour getting lost in translation there. Yes, absolutely, mate. My absolutely. <laughs> right, that's me done. Who's next? <laughs> Move along. Oh, I think Edward. it's me. I didn't do Edward. shit. I didn't do anything. I didn't 
I played a lot of World of Warcraft. That's about it. Are <laughs> the Star Wars characters in that? Nope. Kind of. Although they 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 do. I think there's some Easter eggs throughout the it, game. It, Ed's character, his name is Soka. Well, it's Ahsoka backwards. Go, it's Ahsoka backwards. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. Ed, just can we have a 20 minute game review? Because we've got a 20 minute discovery <laughs> review coming up. We so. <laughs> uh, might as well do a, a World of Warcraft one, aren't you? Way to really steal my thunder there, bro. That was going to be a surprise. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So surprised. You're right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it for our Patreon members only. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't really. Uh, my girls drew some Star Wars art. That was pretty cool. Um, surprisingly, I don't know what their fascination with drawing trees next to Baby Yoda and Mando, but they did that. Maybe they were thinking of the Jedi episode. Yeah, yeah, with all the trees. They, yeah, they really like that yeah, that's, in, that's, in, that's ingrained in their head, so maybe they were just picking on that. Yeah. And then Gwen loves both the hands, so she drew her. And I was, was like, the artwork good? It's pretty good. Is it, a lot of color. Is it? Was it better than certain artwork you could mention? <laughs> every week like this, Chris. It's every week like this, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, mate. It's not just on when we record either. It's all throughout the week, Jeff. On Messenger. Relentless. Well, every day in every way. It's not far off my birthday, and let me stress right now that I absolutely love and adore Chris's artwork. I think it's the best that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I love, I, love, I love the contrast between the black and white pictures and the colour pictures that he does. I love I, it, I especially it. when he uses colour. I particularly like colour. Yeah, I do like the colour ones. And, but I think Chris... Chris is an artist. He decides what he prefers, and I just love whatever he does. <laughs> Jimmy, what about your week, mate? How did, what, you, you don't know, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, um, I played uh, a bunch more squadrons. Been really enjoying that. So last week when I was talking about the Tide Defender being a complete boss, wow! If you if you can master some of the new loadouts that you can have with the Tide Defender, you are unstoppable. There's this little tip. I'll just talk about this one uh, specific loadout. Left auxiliary, left auxiliary upgrade. Just the tip. The Sinar, Sinar Advanced Power System. What it basically does, as soon as the, um, the buff recharges, it'll give maximum boost to either your engines, your weapons, or your shields, whichever one is being boosted at the time. So as that's going, and you're going into something, you can, like have your boost all charged up and then just dump all this other additional power into weapons as you're just like cranking at something that on top of the um this lighter hull upgrade that you can get which makes your agility and uh turning capabilities increase by like 10 or 15 percent i don't know what the exact numbers are but you get a 20 percent decrease in your overall hull value so your hull then begins to be the basically the complexity of a or of the strength of like a tie interceptor, but you have shields, which is a huge bonus. So if, mm. Matt, you basically need to be on the fly, going fast, hard and fast, all the time in this tie defender. Um, and if you can do that and really use the use the Tokyo Drift power slide ability, uh, just to like get around stuff and just go back and forth and boom shot or boom shot rubber band yourself back and forth. You are fucking unstoppable. It's I, I am going to master this. This is my best. Do, do you get a tractor beam like in Rebels? 
You do not. Uh, the tractor beam. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I haven't gone that deep, and I think the tractor beam is only in the support craft. No, they may actually have the tractor beam in other ones. Well, it's I, in the miniatures. It's in miniatures, right? It's a mi- okay. Yeah, it is. It is. It is in miniatures. Oh, it is in miniatures. You're right. You're right. I that shows you how often I use that in, in X-wing miniatures. But but yeah, uh, that was really exciting. Uh, I really enjoyed playing the new the new updates for 4.0 for squadrons. It's so much fun. It is a blast. Um, Star Trek Discovery season wait, three wait, episode wait, wait. ten. We're going to talk about, about the, the next forty minutes on this. What? What about the B wing? It's getting better on me. Um, <laughs> it's growing on me a bit. I heard you didn't in like the, it in the proper. Yeah. It, at first, I didn't like it. I because for me, um, it it just shows that I need to do a lot more exploring of all the different components, like the primary auxiliary shield, hull, engine components. There are different. You really need to just not. St- not stay in the same lane the whole time. You know what I mean? Like really experiment, try some different shit and really just grind on it for a while. Um, because there are some upgrades you could do with the B wing that I've seen in like the player replays because they fucking kill me. Um, cause I'll watch them absolutely just annihilate me and I'll take a look at what they have for boosts on their, um, their heads up. Oh, cause you yeah. get to see the kill cam and, uh, it's pretty cool. It's potential, you can actually do right? serious damage with it. It's, yeah. it's a potential game changer, but the TIE Defender is still just my number one go-to. Yeah, I mean, have you played Mr. it yet? Have you, have you used it yet? Be no, not the not with the latest update. No, no. I've been I've been playing World of Warcraft. That's just been my it life. Is, it is sexy, so sexy. <laughs> um, so that's been really awesome. Also, uh, watch Star Trek Discovery season three, episode ten, Terra Firma Part Two. <laughs> No spoilers, Jimmy. No spoilers. No spoilers. Girl, there's like this one thing that I really want to mention. All I'll say is it's from TOS and it's absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'll just mention it next week. Is it, I think is Kev, it, Kev, is Kev already it, knows. Is it, is, is, is it, it City on the Edge of Forever? Is it City on the Edge of Forever? Please tell me it's the Guardians from City. Do you City want to know? Uh, that's my theory. It's a pretty good theory. Yes. <laughs> it's definitely him. Hell yeah. I mean, you asked and yeah. I answered, so yeah, it is, and it's Thank you. very, very, very. Did you I put think... the message on? Because I watched, I watched part one last week, and I put it on the because obviously he was quite um, mysterious, right? And I said I put one on the group, and I said that's got to be. Uh, yeah, well, you sent it when when he was on like media lockdown because of Mando. Remember? Ah, right. I was on oh. media lockdown. Yeah, so I really didn't see like much anything. So, yeah, and I'll, yeah, I'll mention that just real brief right now. When I watch Amando, the last several weeks has been just I don't get on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at all or anything. Um, just that my wife and I can work on, we can watch it together and it's fresh. So we were able to watch Mando, I think, at like one in the afternoon on Friday. And then I hopped with the amazing sandwich for Ramona's, by the way, that classic looks- Italian. You, you <laughs> tweeted about that, right? I did. I did. That looked the inside delicious. of my mouth will never heal, but um, <laughs> it's absolutely so worth it. Fantastic. Is it up. spicy? No, no. There's like a little like uh, pepperoncini, like relish spread Ooh. on the inside of that sesame, hard sesame bun. Mm-hmm. Soft inside, hard, crusty outside. Um, but just all the all the perfect ingredients for. Um, excellent sandwich and then lastly uh one thing i do want to just share with everyone uh this week's advice from jimmy dice i really would advise and recommend that people listen to moods zoom out to on spotify if you're grinding late at night 
you're working hard, hardly working. It's a great album to listen to. I know I've mentioned it before, but I'm going to mention it again because it's absolutely amazing. So there it is. There's my week. I don't know. You mis- mentioned that. <laughs> a bit of that translation shit there, Kev, weren't they? <laughs> Grinding late at night. That means something completely. Oh, uh, no. I, I went there, too. I went there, too. We've all been there. <laughs> I mean, come on, Jimmy. I wondered where we were going with that. If you're grinding late at night, if you're working, if you're playing video games, if you're just out there in that virtual world, like just doing stuff late at night, working along, doing whatever, it's a cool little like soundtrack you just kind of have in your back of your head where you just want to have some music just kind of going on. Really cool. Oh. Moods. Zoom out to on Spotify. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. And All right. And no moldy crow, so fuck the world. No moldy crow. <laughs> Um, Jeff, this is when, uh, like, anything recent, anything recent, doesn't have to be last week, you want to talk about. Uh, so, unlike you guys, I've not really been into the collectibles game, uh, but about two miles, (laughs) no, Kev's not really into it at all, is he? (laughs) Nope, nope, not me, mate. Uh, about two miles from where I live now, a collectible shop has just opened. Oh, named the Bounty Hunters Guild. It is seventy five percent Star Wars. I got a minute. I got a minute, Jeff. Let me just let me just get that plastic bag. He's, he's getting the lube out. We got Kev, Kev. They have a sale barge in the shop. How much, dude? Fifteen hundred. He bought it for fifteen hundred. I don't know what he has it listed as because it was not for sale. He had it listed not Oof. for sale, but. You know, there's always a price. Uh, you had an original. <laughs> Not enough. Mm. The rest of your life, probably. Uh, <laughs> but they also had an original Boba Fett from the Kenner line, mm. which was pretty sweet to see. Had a lot mm-hmm. of amazing stuff, but I found this one buried kind of like in the back <laughs> of kind of like a, some shelves. It's one of the most random characters. Didn't even know they would ever have an action figure for it, but it is Tawn Wei. Oh, 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 fuck with, that beautiful with a cloning, a cloning tank with it. And it's your father here. It is also oh, signed. It is signed by the actress. Oh, <laughs> that is so cool. Dude, that is, a, that is a giant box for Wait, such a much? skinny character. $10. <laughs> what? $10. It was buried on the shelf. Chris would pay like oh, 100 man. bucks for that. Man. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was it. And then obviously Mando. But yeah. I'm really excited. Her, 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 her scene. Dude, that was a good pickup. Can, we, can I see that yeah. one more time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Look at the packaging, boys. Look at that. Clean, fresh. Is it, is it Rena Owens? Uh, yeah, Rena Owens. I believe that's yeah. her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you so met I have, mate. Of course, mate. Good friend of mine, mate. Good friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did. I have genuinely got that autograph, mate, because um, around about Attack of the Clones time, I think like one of the cons in London, they had quite a lot of the Australian, because that's when I met Tamora Morrison. And I oh, met Rena cool. Owen, nice. and I met Daniel Logan, because uh, they had like 
quite a few because obviously it was all filmed in Australia. So she she was one there. So yeah, I did I did meet her and get an autograph, mate. So uh, nice, yeah. obviously. How'd you like yeah, that? I was going to ask you and Chris because I have to add he didn't remember, but what what was the price on the Haslab Razor Crest? Do you guys remember what? Uh, it was so, yeah, it was it was three hundred and fifty quid, which is four hundred. What's that? Four, four yeah, four like twenty. Yeah. Uh, so this, this guy that ran the shop backed fifteen of them. Whoa! Whoa! Fifteen of them. Yeah. I don't He's know where put like a fifty percent markup on that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know where he spent his money or he, how he got his money. But imagine how he felt when he saw it get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, I'll man. tell you how he felt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did. We did. We talked about this about whether it would be more or less collectible now. Yeah. Blown it up. So. That's quite interesting in the fact that he, if he's brought 15 and... I think it'd be more. He might have a lot of money. He might have a lot of money on his hands. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh. So what, what was the price yeah. in, in dollars over there then when he backed it? Do you know? Would that be about I don't know. I, I should have asked him. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to get too... Uh, well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he like, saw how the, the <laughs> sale barge went with the pricing. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he bought oh, one. He, so he, he did not buy... The sale barge when it originally came out, he bought it as a resale and it was fifteen hundred. So I don't remember what that was. It was like seven hundred, right, guys? Something like that, seven eight hundred around there. Mm, I think that would have been. So he probably that. saw that markup and was like, "I'm fucking back in." Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he took a risk. If it was four hundred dollars, then that's six grand. He's just dropped mm. on yeah <laughs> on a ship that's just been blown up. That six grand investment just turned into a two grand. <laughs> 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 I done. <laughs> wow. Oh, That's wow. Amazing. That's Saturday. astonishing, isn't it? Hey, That's you know what? It might work out for him. Of the game. Honestly, it might work out. It might work out. Yeah, it might yeah. work out for him. Um, anything else, Jeff? No, that's it. That's it. Nice. Nice one, dude. Cool, man. All right, so this we're doing a little different thing again this week. We're not doing the segments because we got a lot to talk about, aka this Mandalorian episode. And we have a special guest, so that means we're doing our quickfire interview hosted by Mr. Chris Hall. Chris? Quickfire, 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 quickfire. Interview, <laughs> interview, 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 interview. Questions, 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 questions. It's outrageous. Brustin, Brustin, Brustin. Brustin, 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 Brustin. Are you ready, Jeff? I'm ready, I'm ready. Put that Remember paper that. away, Jeff. Jeff, put that piece of paper away. Gone, they're gone. <laughs> Remember, this is this is quick fire. You look like a man that don't fuck around. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So Nervous I've got faith in you that you're going to be straight off the mark with these bad boys. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Let's get to know you a bit better. Favorite Star Wars trilogy? Uh, original trilogy. That's too slow, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> who's Jeff? His name's Jeff. But yes. Come on. <laughs> slow, Joe. <laughs> Are you ready? Ready, ready. This has got to be super fast. <laughs> Favorite Star Wars movie? Return of the Jedi. That was faster. Well Woo! done. Correct answer. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> all right, and that's a wrap. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Yes. That was all right. Fast pat. Well done. Right. Least favorite Star Wars movie? 
Attack of the Clones. Best Correct answer. Correct answer. answer. Correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Star Wars TV show? <sighs> Rebels. Come on. <gasps> Rebels. Oh, that's a first time answer. I love yeah. Clone Wars, but Rebels is my, my era. So You know this includes Mando, right? Yes, I do. Okay. And I do love Mando, but Rebels, it's got so many good things in it, too. Nice. Space. Do fights. you read, Jeff? I do. <laughs> you can't, can't win them all. Sorry, you favorite, man. Have you got a favorite Star Wars book? Yeah, uh, probably Lost Stars of the new the new books. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the new canon books. So Lost Stars. See yeah, you. yeah, that's that's my favorite too. Um, have you got a favorite ladder or a lass? Luke. Luke oh, you're getting all the good oh. answers tonight, lad. I like you, Jeff. <laughs> you got a favorite bad guy? Maul. It's got to be Darth Maul. Oh, that's a first time answer as well. Nice. Favorite background character. <laughs> uh, he met his unfortunate end, but Bib Fortuna. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome! What a dick that guy. The, oh. the big. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yes, we will. <laughs> right, I, I'm not sure I can call this. Something I like. Light side or dark side? Light. Good man. Good man. Light. Light. It's close. Right. <laughs> so. We've had some interesting choices for this one before. So what's your favorite light, lightsaber color? What would it be? Green. It would be green. Correct answer. <laughs> you, might, you, might be, you might be my favorite guest so far, Jeff. <laughs> right, so... I'm reading them off a of paper, so... Anytime... <laughs> Pre-last week, anytime I've done this interview, I would ask... A Disney Plus show you'd most want to see. Yep. But let's just go for Disney Plus show you're most excited about. Oh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka, oh, but yeah. Acolyte is a close second. Right, I'm going to follow this up. There's only one answer to this, Jeff. Okay. So I would normally ask which actor you want to see in said excited program, but we obviously know we're going to get Rosario Dawson. I already know the answer to this question. So, <laughs> who... Do you want to play the protagonist of that series, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn? Ah, uh, yeah. Rosman. I think. Yes. Uh, I, th- I think he should be the guy. He's my Good protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Pierce. <laughs> so, I know that you're a gamer because you, you yep. jump online and do all that shit with Ed and Jimmy. Me and Kev love a bit of gaming, don't we, mate? Love it, mate. Love it. Yeah. All over it. All over it. You've not finished Fallen Order yet, and I'm still on Tetris. So what's your favorite? <laughs> Have you got a favorite Star Wars game, mate? I do. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Go. Oh, oh wow. Two. 2. As buggy as that game was, it is I buggy. love it as well. The lore is so it, good at it. Here he is. Sounds like is. Cyberpunk. Right. <laughs> what is yeah. it? <laughs> That's me done. Before we uh, jump into Mando, has anyone got any questions for Jeff? Jeff, 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 Jeff speed, no, no, no. Speed. You, always, you always ask this one, and I'm going to ask you, Chris, what's your favourite collectible? Mm, you it's one that I haven't actually received yet. So I jumped in on, on the sideshow thing. Uh, I ordered a Ooh. Ahsoka Tano. Ooh. So 
that should be in supposedly next October, but we know how that goes. Yeah. Jeff, so. we're all right, Jeff. Jeff, I've ordered that. Don't worry, mate. Ed's not ordered that. Don't worry. We're fine. <laughs> oh, we're good then. Okay, good. Jeff, that fine. you know of. <laughs> oh, I got a minute. I got a minute, Ed. Is there something you want to tell us? Oh, frack me. Don't order it, Ed. Don't you dare order it. Yeah. Don't, don't put that on it. No, I'm, I'm waiting for the Rosario Dawson rendition. I'll get that as well, then. <laughs> get a multiple. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've got about three, four Bob effects. So might as well have three or four Ahsokas. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, it's not the same sculpt with a different head. Jimmy, you got a question? Mm. Yeah, I got a question. Um, <clears throat> going back into uh, which, I loved your Knights of the Old Republic two answer. By the way, what's your favorite part about the lore of that story? Like, if you just to pick one like aspect of it, what's your favorite one? <laughs> Hey, I'm asking a question. Can you be nice and quiet back there? Thank you. It, it has to be the Force lore. Like, the way yes. that they approach the Force in that game, to where it's not just owned by the Jedi or the Sith, it's owned by everyone, mm-hmm. is a little reminiscent of Jedi, and the way it approaches it is really good. So that's that was probably my favorite part of it. Cool. I really dig that, that as well. Because that, that whole storyline, and then with the book about Revan, mm-hmm. and Kotor one, yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. Side character, the protagonist slash in another another. He's another protagonist. Just, protagonist. just for my own yeah, amusement and and education. Just throw some character names at me from that. I love it. Come on. Uh, see, there is Kreia. Kreia. Who? Well, Kreia <laughs> at first is a force user who you think is on the light side, helping you. I've heard enough. Come on, let's Kray. talk about Mando. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Kreia. Who is it went, like I thought it would. went like I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, evil, nasty motherfucker. You fell into Chris Hall's trap. Um, <laughs> what was my? Oh yeah, I have a question. Are yeah. you pro space whale or anti space whale in live action? I hated that episode so much, and Dave Filoni was like, "Hey." Uh, that thing that you hate so much, I'm going to make destroy the character you love so much. <laughs> what a prick. That's prick. the space whale conundrum, right? I can't wait to see the space whale harvested for their space whale oil to power Star Destroyers. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, man. They're friends, I'm man. When they return in the Ahsoka series as well. Chris, yeah. they're friends, right? Not oh, they're energy. Gonna they're going to be there. Friends They're gonna be there. Food, friends, not lighter fluid. All right. Anyways, let's they're gonna on. be there. Mm. <laughs> right, just, I have got, I've got two more questions, Jeff. Actually, I just popped right. into med. Are we pro pork? Yeah, pro pork. Pro pork. Good lad. Good lad. Right, this is the this is decided to see if you can come back or not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are, are you? I've got. I'm feeling quite confident because I know this, this is your favorite movie. Are you pro? Are you what? Absolutely. How can what you not be lad? pro? Okay. Well, uh, welcome, welcome back anytime, Jeff. Welcome Jeff, back anytime. It's a shame you can't come on anymore, Jeff. They took down an ATST. How can you not love them? Yeah, with a couple of logs and a. Yeah. That's yeah. all you needed. That's uh, all you needed. All right. We ready for um, this not too shabby Mandalorian episode? <sighs> yeah. Now we come are. <laughs> love it. All right. So, so this uh, for this finale. Kev has uh, 
graciously oh. volunteered to lead us through his his uh, reaction slash review of the episode. So he's going to lead us. We're going to respond and tell you guys what we think of it. Um, Jeff, also chime in whenever you want. And uh, yeah, Kev, take it away. Dudes, 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 footboys. Um, <laughs> you know, you know when you're sort of thinking about being sort of really constructive and being thinking like, well, I'll break it down this episode for this and break it down for that. But then something completely and utterly monumental happens. And I'm going to put it to you now. Is it, is it normal for a 46-year-old man <laughs> at half past eight on a Friday morning to be crying and blubbering like a gibbering wreck because a certain character that you were absolutely thinking they won't have the balls to do it <laughs> turns up and is completely and utterly badass. Because sounds normal. I I no didn't think <laughs> this episode was it was it was going great. It was an absolutely ticking along nicely. It was a brilliant episode. But there was a point uh, about halfway through, and obviously when the Death Troopers themselves were, were were at the door, and in my head watching the episode while it was all unfolding and all unhappening, my brain went. There is only one possible outcome Space that whales. can happen at this point. Space whales, yep. And they let me down, Ed, because it wasn't space whales. <laughs> it, was some random, it was some fucking random Je- Jedi dude or something like that. <laughs> and and Jimmy, Jimmy, this one's for you, mate, because at minute 29.51... Oh, scene. Right, Jimmy. Jimmy, did you get that? Minute 29.51. Yep, yep, got it, got it, got it, got it, scene, right? got it, scene. There was an alert of an incoming spacecraft. At that point, I was absolutely gone. And we saw the absolutely yeah. brilliant shot of that X-Wing coming in. And at that point... Captain mate, Carson Teva. <laughs> I was Carver thinking Wolf. of you, Jimmy, thinking like, it can only be one person. But I tell you what, in the whole of the episode, with the, the shot that got me, that really, really did it for me, was the shot on the view screen of that black hooded cape just walking and just about to, you knew where it was going. And I was an absolute, and I'm not proud to admit it, but I was an absolute mess. It was pure. Did you cry? Yeah. Pure. So luckily, so the parcel lady had already come. Dude. What would you have done if, what if you would have, what would you have done if she showed up right then? He's a serial well, killer. Well, let, let me put it this way. I wouldn't be sitting here with this vinyl box set, would I? <laughs> <laughs> because can you, can you imagine if, like, halfway through Luke Skywalker being <laughs> awesome, there's a knock at the door with a post lady, and I'm absolutely like, it looks like one of my, it look, I look like one of my family members have died, and I'm boxing and chucking Are you okay? Do you want comfort? And you go, fucking Luke Skywalker's turned up. <laughs> um, the old last 20 minutes of it you know because it was so early in the morning for me and it was like a really weird feeling me and chris have spoke about it before that when you get up and you're watching an an episode at that time in the morning it felt like an utter dream like a whirlwind 
I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was absolutely astonishing from a Star Wars perspective. We all absolutely love Star Wars. Dude, I was... It was tears of pure joy. So then, obviously, Grogu and um, Din saying goodbye when he takes his helmet off to complete an utter sadness. Mm. Um, it was just some of the best TV to be involved in. And what I loved is when it happened, I had to kind of take stock of it for like 15, 20 minutes. I couldn't really work out what I'd seen. But I've never wanted somebody to call me. So, <laughs> Christopher Hall, mate, I was like, ring me, mate. I'm like, get this fucking thing watched because it's happened. The one thing that we absolutely were desperate to happen, yeah. happened. He ignited the green and oh. he was he was using the force and it didn't break his character of like, you know, we previously had the Battlefront 2 version where he killed stormtroopers and he was kind of regretting it. But this was like pure dark trooper droids. It was pure Luke Skywalker. It was just mm -hmm. utter fucking magic for 15, 20 minutes. And do you know what, what made me laugh and what made me smile is that me and Chris had had this call and we were like all over the place. Not going to lie. Chris just looked shell-shocked when he rung me because you just finished the episode, Chris, hadn't you? You just... Yeah. And I was still in shock. And then I was waiting for Jimmy and Ed, and I'm like, I can't, I can't wait for their reaction. Like, come on, boys. I'm like, I'm like, please, hurry up. Please, just, 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 just get your reaction. First message from Ed Bossart. Have you seen the episode? Yes, yes. What did you think? Yeah, it was really good. That fucking Gina Carano can't be fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was like absolutely perplexed because like one of my greatest characters, the greatest character of all time had just turned up and owned it. And then Ed was suddenly like, yeah, it, it was all, well, you know, it was all fine. It was, it was weird for me because I watched it and I did cry. Like I shed tears. I don't shed tears often. And I shed tears when he made his way to the bridge. Mm. And I don't know, Gina Carano's acting just really bothers me mm. in this episode. Mm. It just really bothers yeah. and, and And that was like a solid thing in my brain. But but the whole Luke thing, I don't think it fully registered because I just watched it. Like, it wasn't like, holy fucking it's shit, it's Luke Skywalker. Like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, that's, that happened to me throughout the day. But when you asked, and I was just like, I, I don't know, I was in a daze. I don't know. I obviously loved it. Fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. I loved that Luke sequence. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we, we, we had a chat, Chris, after, didn't we? And I, 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 well, mate, we didn't, your reaction, we didn't, mate. No, your reaction, mate, was brilliant. But we didn't, what, what we was, didn't really what chat, did, did we? <laughs> it was just shell we just, shot, wasn't it? We like, rang each other. And just sat staring at each other, shaking his heads. <laughs> yeah. Like, they did but, it. They actually yep. did it. So, a, qu a question for each of you. Now, did you honestly think, because I genuinely, I, I kind of really hoped that we would see Luke this way and that, that it would, would be that they actually, to see him fight this way. Jeff, we messaged about the last scene was going to be just them connecting of some sort mm -hmm. or something like that and we joked about it. Did you yeah. think you'd see this? Luke in action like this. 
I didn't think we'd see the fighting. I didn't think yeah. we'd see the fighting. I thought we might see him just like a brief glimpse, maybe even like him and Leia. But wow, I mm. my friends and I we watch together at the same time. Uh, okay, and we, yeah, and we and we type like through our Steam chat while we're watching it. And when Luke showed up, it was just a string of letters and numbers and exclamation marks. <laughs> and there was no coherence <laughs> to it for the next 10 minutes. It was amazing. There was yeah. goosebumps, tears mm-hmm. in the corner of the eyes. It was, it was a moment. It was a moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Chris, Chris, tell us, tell us your whole experience of that whole Luke turning up kind of thing. Well, I'd booked, I booked the day off work for this because I got shitloads going on and like outside of this episode and I just needed to get loads of shit done before Christmas. I was like, oh, I can watch fucking Mando and I've not got to try and sneak it in or wait till after work or do it on my, I'm going to, I can do it first thing. I'll drop the kids off at school and then get straight on it. So I was about 40 minutes behind you, weren't I? Yeah. Mm. And it was just bizarre. It was just fucking mad. I was like, I was super excited because I was like, "Yeah, you watch your Mando finale. That gotta go to work." <laughs> you know, you got that like that buzz, and I'm like, "This is fucking great episode. It's really, really good." And then that X-wing turns up, and I just fucking like jumped <laughs> off that sofa, and I'm just like, <gasps> and obviously, I've watched it multiple times, and we've all seen it, and. The way it plays out, I was just like, I just just saying that, lad, they're, they're, they're doing it. They're, they're actually doing it. And I couldn't really, like, I was that shell-shocked, and I was that, I mean, it's well documented on this pod that Luke Skywalker's, like, my favourite character of all time, and I was just stunned. I was like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Mm. I didn't really take it in. I was just like, what what is going on? And then it ended, and... Hmm. I rang Kev and I was just I didn't really speak did I speechless like, I, I rang Kev and like Kev answered the phone and Kev's going mate 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 <laughs> just like <laughs> shaking his head and I'm just not even responding I'm just like I was just I was honestly I was stunned and then yeah the conversation kind of didn't go anywhere I think we said a few things to each other but it was quite <laughs> We didn't really. I was like, I've got to go, mate. I can't even believe what I've just seen. I've got to try and compute it. And then I, I, I went to the toilet once I put the phone down and I was stood having a piss. And I just burst out crying. <laughs> like, while I was having, like while I was having a piss. And I finished, like, there was tears like, coming down my face. And I walked into the front room and I sat on the sofa and I put my head in my hands and I just sobbed. And it was weird. It was like really cathartic and it just something come over me. And Mrs. H came downstairs because she was working. She was like, are you all right? Was it all right? What's, what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> and she's like put her hand on my shoulder and I was just going, Luke. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> and then like, she was like, what, 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 what do you mean? And I just burst out laughing. Like it changed from yeah. like, cry- I, I weren't upset. It was, it was a really strange feeling. And then I was just laughing. And I, I the rest of the day I was like, mm. I, I kept tearing up and then just swapping between tearing up and laughing. Yeah. Fucking mad, mate. I just, it, <laughs> just nuts. 
That was, so that was my first experience of it. it was that's cool, man. Yeah, you see, I did. Just, I did love the fact, like, like you mentioned, and you got onto is when we had a chat. We were like not really saying anything, and then you were talking. Then you went, "Kev, mate, Kev, 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 I've got to go, mate. I've got to go and like take this all in." And I, I'm like, "Mate, it, it, it took me out. It was like an hour later for me, yeah. and I still hadn't taken it in." Yeah, I think I, I think like, that's yeah, why I responded the way I did because I was just yeah. like, "Well, I know this part." Holy shit. Holy fucking Chris, shit. Chris, I totally get the, the laughing thing. While I was mm. watching it, I was just laughing, but also like tearing up at the same time because I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, they're really doing this. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it, it was one thing like with Luke, and the, but the fucker, like when R2 came around the corner. Oh, man, cherry just, on yeah. top right there. Cherry on top. It was unbelievable. The beeps. From minute 37. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, what, how'd you, how, how was your reaction? Yeah, Jimmy, come on, tell us. I mean, <clears throat> just to go back to the X-Wing moment, I legit, minute 29.51, legit thought when the X-Wing flew in, I was like, there's Captain fucking Carson Tiva to the rescue of his New Republic <laughs> blaster rifle. These are trying times. He's just going to sit in the hangar bay in his cockpit, and all the dark troopers are just going to come to him, and he's going to be picking them off one by one. It's like all the days work for a New Republic marshal, and then just fly off. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Jimmy's the only one to pull the fact that it was Luke Skywalker. Who's this fucking guy coming on? When, I first saw when I first saw the X-wing. I'm like, are they really doing this? I like they're bringing they're bringing Tiva back in. I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. But I didn't really move until I saw it like go the image of it like going into the bay, and I was like, oh, they're really focusing on this. Oh fuck, they're doing. It. Oh, they're doing it. And the entire time I was, I'm just sitting there with my wife on the couch, and we're going uh, watching it. And the whole time I'm like, wow, they're doing it. They're really doing it. Like Disney is showing nutsack here, like in a big way. Like we're going to do this. Luke yeah. Skywalker, here it is. And then minute thirty-four, thirty-three. It's a San Sebastian to Mark Hamill deep fake. And I will say <laughs> that I am on the record. Previous episodes when talking about um, Rogue One, I am so on board with the CGI deep deep fake like when they did guy henry for uh grandma targan and then prince young princess leia a new hope um i'm on board with that that's how we're going to be able to see these characters in the future like going forward like otherwise it's going to be completely gone in their their visual their images and and all their images like all the photography the original characters the original children is so iconic you got to create more of it somehow so what I'm on board with the CGI fake. I know some people are kind of, you know, poo-pooing it for all that stuff, but you just got to grow. You have to progress. You just can't get stuck in your old ways. And I think they did a... We all talked like, oh, yeah, Luke's going to show up in the final scene. But that would mean that come next season will be the speculation of what is Luke going to do. And the whole focus is going to be on, oh, man, what's Luke Skywalker going to do? What's Luke Skywalker going to do? Whereas here... He came, took the child, and he left. And that's mm -hmm. it. It's all done. So now we don't we have no more questions about Luke Skywalker at this point. Like he came, he got Grogu, quest completed, like I got you, it's all set. So there aren't any questions to be like, oh man, are we gonna see more Luke Skywalker now? Now the question is what's the next like story arc gonna be? And 
one thing I, I get a bunch of stuff I want to mention, but one thing I'll mention right now that someone else in chat for a minute is um, at some point, if he had just said, I'm Luke Skywalker, would Bo-Katan have been like, I know your dad, bro. And Luke would have been like, no way. And he would have been like popped down and have a seat. Yeah. And was like, tell me about I my dad. About, I thought, about right. It. And she would have been like, oh yeah, I know Obi-Wan too. Like my sister banged him. And Ray came out. And Ray came out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. be like 20 years from now because she's in a bubble. But, my, no, my, my head right? would have exploded at that point. Like, right? Just don't even go there. Mention the word Skywalker, and she's like, "I know someone of that name." You know what I mean? Like, there was a really interesting there. opportunity for that, which yeah, they purposefully, purposefully, and righteously so stayed the. They avoided it, but, that, yeah. but that's why yeah. they—that's why in the episode they got rid of Boba Fett early, because obviously mm-hmm. from Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi, it, you know, clearly that was a storytelling point of yeah. going right. Okay, yeah. we, need, we can't have we can't have Boba Fett on. The you know what? They, we can't have there him there. Too, too many questions. Too many yeah. questions would be asked. He needs to yeah. show up. He sees a bunch of mean-looking Mandos, and he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. You know what they did keep in there? R2, seeing Grogu. And freaking out, because he's like, I know Yoda. Yeah. He's like, this guy looks like Yoda? I'm super excited. Yeah, R2 came over and was like, oh, man, you look cool. You don't like you're going to steal all my shit. (laughs) Little does he know. (laughs) I don't know if it lines up with Revenge of the Sith or where... R2 was, but I've heard some people speculating this weekend that R2 was the one that got Grogu out of the temple. I, heard that oh, I, I, I heard hope that so. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? That would mm. be cool. Wouldn't that be oh, cool? You could write any you know, way I wonder, Grogu because gets he would have been there with uh, Anakin when he flew over on the mm. little airspeeder thing or whatever. So that's Ooh. what made him go from, from Din, you see, because he didn't want to go, did he? And then R2 comes around the corner and he's like, ah, I know you. That now, if, if that was if that was an episode in a droid story, would it give you a little more credibility? <laughs> um, so, how uh, was everybody with uh, Jimmy? Do you want to say any more? Or? I guess this one last thing about the Luke in the the Luke scene. Um, we're seeing Luke in his uh, Jedi prime. Mm. Um, like my wife pointed out that like we're like back in the eighties and eighty three, like we're seeing. Luke with a lightsaber doing all this badass stuff that they just couldn't do in live action in 1983. Yeah. So we're seeing Luke at near peak of his power, like defeated mm. the Emperor, not really technically, but defeated Darth Vader, not really technically, but whatever. He surpassed that big challenge. He is a Jedi Master. Like, this is the thing. He's good. He is, you know, walking around truck nuts on his X Wing. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, so I, I think it's that's uh, is very cool to see that, and I look forward to seeing more of that. Oh, plus also the way that he they brought him in and exited him again, he wouldn't have to really say much more. You know what I mean? Like he just says a few mm. words with CGI deep faith thing because they must have known that it would cause some amount of like people going to have heartache with it, no matter what. Me personally, mm. I don't think so. I think more content the better, but. They probably kept it like, listen, bring him on, just have him say a few things, and then exit, you know? Mm. So just going back to Jimmy, you just mentioned like the CGI Luke, which you are cool with, I believe. You're okay oh, with. Because they, uh, they, 
they, apparently they did this quite similar to the Rogue One stuff with Guy Henry played Tarkin, but this was somebody called Max Lloyd-Jones, double for Mark Hamill, and then they mm. superimposed it over. Just going around quickly, because I was fine with it. It was a little bit jarring when I first saw mm. it, you know, when he first take, took, took his hood down, mm. and I was kind of like, it was one of those weird things that I don't know how you all felt that I was just thinking, who is this going to be? So that wasn't you know, Sam Sebastian. No. no. His name's no. Sebastian Stan, by the way. Whatever. Move along. No, no, it was You're an actor called that. Mac Yeah, it was an actor called Max Lloyd Jones, and they basically he doubled for Mark Hamill for the fight right. scenes and then when he takes his mask. So they did similar to the Rogue One and everything. So right. so just Ed, were you Okay, with the CGI, was it? It took me out of it. Um, like, like you know, you see it. It didn't take me out a lot. Like, I didn't not enough to care. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, still fucking Luke Skywalker, and it's amazing, and I'm glad they went there. Mm. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't mind the recasting, like with Solo, which happens to be your favorite movie, James. Like when yeah. they recast <laughs> Lando and and Han, I liked Lando. it. I didn't mind Lando. it. Like. Go with it. I don't like whatever. I'm fine with it. Don't mess around with the CGI that makes the bottom half of the face look separate from the top. But whatever. I'm fine with it. It was great overall. The the fact that it's Luke Skywalker and he's coming back yeah. and they went balls deep on it. Loved it. Nut sex. If 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 you got someone like Filoni and Favreau doing this. I'm cool with it. I have no, I have no problems with any of their ideas going forward or what they're going to do because you mm-hmm. trust them. You know, this isn't some large executive board like, unfortunately, with the saga trilogy um, of just like having too many chefs in the kitchen trying to mess with it and tweak it and do this. Like Filoni's got the vision. Favreau knows what he's got. He's supporting him, giving him all the toys and tech that he needs to make that happen. It, it is cool. But I think what was surprising is that, that Mark Hamill tweeted, I think Chris, you sent the tweet about Mark Hamill said yeah. he planned this for a year. Yeah. Chris, was Over it? Is that right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So how were you with the CGI? Well, initially, we I think this is one of the only things we mentioned on that phone call. Mm. Like when he did first pull his hood back, it, I was like, oh. oh. It's Luke, but yeah. It, it, I, it, I found it slightly jarring, but then I don't know. It was just weird. Was just, I can't even describe that first watch, mate. It was just fucking. Hello there. It's a day, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it was just mental. And then the more I've watched it, I've seen it four <laughs> times now. The more I've watched it, it's just what it is. I don't fucking yeah. give a shit, mate. Yeah, no, Star Wars like, has come back. Yeah. And, you, yeah. you, you think, like, it's Luke. So it's fucking yeah. Luke. It's fucking yeah. Luke. Played by played by Brad Pitt, right, James? I wish, I wish so bad that one of us was talented enough to do the deep fake shit ourselves. Because someone in the internet, if it's not out there now, it will be. Someone's going to redo that scene. It is no, gonna they're going to make it better. You would, they're going to make it Ewan's face, and it's going to be from Revenge of the Sith. It's going to be hello there. Hello there. <laughs> yep. that'd be cool. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm kind of with They'll you guys. Be- it, it was a little bit jarring. At first, yeah, Jeff, yeah, mm. but on subsequent viewings, I I didn't care, didn't even notice no. it, didn't care. I think <laughs> in the future, if they wanted to recast him, I'm okay with that too. Uh, 
Especially because no. he's younger. Like, oh. you have to. Yeah. How, yeah, because uh, if, they're, if they're ever going to do anything with a lot of Luke in it, they have to recast him. I don't think they can continue to do the CGI. That's the thing. Do you think, do you think they will now? Or Because obviously now it's where we go in. There's rumors. With Grogu. And, yeah. That, uh, Honestly, that, after, that, after that 10, 15 minutes they gave me, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah I'm, with I'm with you. It was executed <laughs> properly, right? 100%. Executed perfect example. Yes. The one yep. time we've seen it executed properly. 100%. This was executed properly. Do we agree? 100%. This was yes, executed that is, that is properly. Heard, heard scene. Uh, well, how um, I didn't see Katie O'Brien get shot. <laughs> I was going to bring this up, Jeff. Jeff, we talked. <laughs> I looked. I looked. I, could I not, looked. I, I found I no, con- found no, frame, no confirmation. Yeah, I did. I did see a female Imperial officer dead on the ground, though. You could not see her face. Yeah, so we're talking about that female officer, Imperial officer, that James is a hard-on for. No! And, yes, and I was like, no, I finished the episode, and I was like, wait, what happened to her? Yeah, yeah, no. I think during the transition of Moff Gideon going to the brig, he brings her with him to be like, prepare my personal shit for escape. And starting of next chapter, next season, whatever. I'm going to be honest. From like the very, very, very first shot uh, when the episode opens, it was like some sort of fanboy dream because it's literally (laughs) Slave One going against an Imperial shuttle, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? What is going on?" You're like, "This. I've had dreams about this." Yeah. I was like, "This is nuts," and that was like the opening because obviously it does the recap, which I always watch when you when you load the episode up. We get the recap, and then the Lucasfilm logo, and then you get the news. And then like the opening shot is it's basically an Imperial shuttle, and fucking Boba Fett in Slave One, fucking <laughs> firing the hell out of it. I'm like, yeah. what? What's going on? This is like again more, more, more Slave One. There has been more Slave One content. Then, Not enough, Jimmy. Oh my! Not I enough. know, I know. <laughs> but still, wow. it's like holy come on. Oh, also, also, uh, runner-up for the most exponential increase in screen time, the Lambda class shuttle. Yeah, oh, mate. What if? Right? It, what if? What if he takes that as his new ship? Mate, don't a retrofitted even... fucking oh, Lambda God. class. Get the fuck out of here! Kits it out. Give me that fucking shuttle Tidarium over at fucking Moldy Crow any day. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Read and weep right there. Moldy Crow that. right there. Don't even go from the window. Don't even go from the window, mate. Fucking. No. It's got windows, but they look up. It's like a skylight kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a skylight to let all the sun in. It's space. <laughs> they don't need to look stars. forward. I don't know. The oh, pro. Mid 1820, yeah. the Dark Troopers pounding Mando's helmet into the ball kid, but not oh, making an end to the armor. I will say, that was the one time throughout the episode that my girls were scared. Because they were like watching yeah. that happen and they were like, oh, Is he no. dying? It's only show how strong that best car is, though, because they're pounding, yeah. aren't they? And they're just like, yeah. oh, I got the dark troopers are about a hundred times scarier with techno music playing behind them. Yes, right. <laughs> minute fourteen. Get some dubstep there. Good. Yeah. The, the from their cold storage minute fourteen oh eight. The sequence of them like booting up the dark troopers. Dark troopers. The dark troopers and the and the thematic theme that Ludwig puts together for it. Oh man. Oh 
Dude, oh, don't yeah. even get on that soundtrack, mate. The one when they were actually at the door. And mm-hmm. that music pounded at the door, mate. Jesus. Hands, like, pulls it open. Yeah. My anxiety. It's like, it's like going, do, do, Wait, 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 wait. wait. Did, it's you, like, it's, did you guys oh. get uh, Phantom Menace flashbacks from that? The blast oh, doors yeah. come to a blast door, Qui-Gon mm. with his saber yeah, I mean, going through the blast yeah, door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I did. I got uh, I got Game of Thrones flashbacks when he's punching the helmet. And I'm like, oh man, this is the mountain into the Prince of Dorne. Why can't Dude. he just kill the guys that he takes out? It makes me so nervous now after Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, right? You just can't win. Just can't win. Mm-hmm. Um, oh dear. But, so, yeah, I point. mean, obviously, then we the I didn't know if they said what planet. They go to like just after the, the opening scene where Bo-Katan and um, Koska Reeves are on. Did they ever say what planet that was? No. Do any of no? Because obviously, I like the fact that we, you know, did, we see them there. And it's you see. Like, I, the door, I did think it, away from. Yeah, I did think it every time. I was like, "Is that Mandalore?" No, it's not Mandalore. I, it's I, too well, my, my first thought was Mandalore. It's it too was, fertile. It? It's too fertile. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it did look kind of weird, but. Um, but I love, yeah. I love the, the sort of that thing. I mean, we see the gauntlet, obviously, which we see in season seven of the Clone Wars. We see the gauntlet class ship from the. It's just like part. Oh, oh the Mandalorian ship, yes. <laughs> but, so oh, good. Oh. Minute around five oh nine ish. Yep, you see it parked there outside the bar. For those yeah. of you who don't know, that's the Mandalorian ship with the wings uh, pointing me, straight up. Four minute fifty two. <laughs> oh. Go ahead and write that one down. Jeff's <laughs> correcting you. I put five oh I put five oh nine ish as in go back and check it. I just didn't check it, so thank you for that. <laughs> oh man. We need I Jeff here every episode. Of these. <laughs> Jeff just forced Jimmy out with that correct time for <laughs> Jimmy, you're fucking out. Jimmy, get your fucking times right, dude. Get the Boba the Boba and um Oh that shot when they walked into the bar and making man. Mando's from- looking. Oh, Mando struts in, and then Fett just comes in like fucking so right next to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Co- Coscarees—that's her name, Mercedes Vernado. Or, uh, yes, Coscarees and um, yeah. Boba. Little little spat in the bar. That yeah, that, cool. that came love, out pretty even. Dialogue. Yeah, but I love the dialogue of all that because obviously with with the whole fan base and I never all said the that time. Was. Yeah, all this Mandalorian stuff is Boba Fett. Was Django Fett a proper Mandalorian? And it kind of said, if, with with the episode, obviously he, he talks about Django Fett and he talks about the fact that that <clears throat> he was a foundling and the, and everything. But what I loved about this dialogue is that they're still not recognizing it. They're still not saying because he said his father was, but he's not saying. You mean your donor? Is. Yeah, and she was like that whole clone thing, and I've heard yeah. your voice a thousand did, did you times. Guys get- did you guys get Han and Leia vibes when he kept calling her princess? Yeah, yes. dude, that was, that was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that was great. Talk, he was like really talking down to her. My, my girl's asked, yeah. "Why does he keep calling her princess?" I'm like, yeah. kind of is. Oh, she's the sister of Satine. Yeah, yeah. But he, he does it, Jeff. Later on, doesn't he? When he's like, she's like, "Will you be? Will you be able to do it?" All right. And he's like, "Don't you worry about me, princess." I'm yeah. like, dude, this is fucking. Yeah, this Make is sure he her up. <laughs> But it, it reminded, it showed you how different all the Mandalorians are. Because so you have um, Casca and Bo-Katan on the path, like the 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 heroic pact 
path to restore Mandalore to greatness and rule, mm-hmm. unite, unite the clans. And um, they, you got Boba over here being like, you got to be kidding me, Mandalore. As in just like, are you stupid or just plain dumb? You know, mm-hmm. that's what I got with, with that whole little, uh, that little uh, interaction I thought was really cool. So guys, um, we'll keep talking about all this other stuff, but I'm going to throw out there that I think the next, I'm going to just call it the next story arc, chapter one. I think it starts on the bridge of that light cruiser. Um, and I think it's going to be based on the retaking of Mandalore or figuring out how to restore Mandalore. Mm-hmm. I think Bo-Katan is going to be more involved in that next story arc only because minute 753-ish, uh, the <laughs> Bo-Katan goes to Din. She goes to Din. <laughs> like, once you finish your quest, I would have you consider joining my quest to retake Mandalore. And he agreed. And he agreed. He's just like, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, it's going to be Game know, like, of Mandalorian Thrones. Exactly. Exactly. That is exactly where they got. That's in. that's where the Benioff and Vice show ended up in. But I, I think I think it could be they could go a couple of years down down the road. They, they totally could, but you still got to definitely exit the bridge of like, well, who's going to take the dark cyber if he doesn't want it? And she can't take it. Yeah, and that'll she be kill him. That'll be the looming question going into it, especially if you go three years down the road. I think I think no, they I think to, he should still have it when you start it. You gotta exit the scene though. How do you finish that scene? It's like, well, this is awkward. Like he can't have the Beskar pole and the laser yeah, black laser sword. Come on. Yeah, he can. He's the he fucking, he's the fucking Mandalorian. Oh, God. Just ask Kev. Kev's already wrote it, mate. What's going to happen Same next? Mate, right. <laughs> fucking season three. Slave season three one's going to show in my head, mate. Don't you fucking yep. worry about that, lads. Mm-hmm. It's already done. Um, but it, but they, they they actually entered throughout the episode a couple of times with that whole uh, Bo-Katan. She sort of, if you sort of watch the episode again when you've sort of seen it, there's a couple of instances where she's like, I have to take them off down. Yep. I have to. Yep. You know, she says it in the bar originally. And then she she says it in the shuttle as well, and it's like, and you know, when you watch it the first time, I never really clicked on to where that was going. And then right at the end, because what I found interesting is obviously um, in the Clone Wars, Sabine gives her the dark saber, and she takes it, like accepts it with no, yes, so with no sort of, you know, obviously now this time, Din has it, and he's like, just take it, just take it, and she's like, no. I, I can't take it. I have to. It's the story that's the legend. So I'm presuming there must be some sort of in-between bit where she loses tr- sort of power over Mandalore because she doesn't win the saber properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that, there's going to be more my... of that. Yeah. Did you think that as well, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Like, I somehow it got out that she just got it instead of having fought for it. Yes. Yeah. And... Yeah. It caused a fracture within the clans, and that's how the empire was able to divide and basically. That, that's what I. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was that was my opinion. because if I loved Katie Sackhoff's acting at that point because there was that utter reluctance of like I cannot take the saber from I cannot take it and she'd previously taken it in in, mm-hmm. in Rebel she had reluctant she'd just taken it off Sabine and it was like fine. Yeah. So I was and like, I thought that was brilliant. I was just like, well, yeah, she yeah. must have encountered some kind of resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Which yeah. may have been oh. the catalyst to be the end of, 
you know, the 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 end of Mandalore when the yeah. planet got glassed. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> <laughs> But uh but that was yeah, I I because obviously I love that whole thing. I mean we're gonna see Katie Sackoff again at some Oh yeah. Somewhere along I think she's a like huge that, part yeah. in the rest of the Mandalorian arc. Uh, yeah, they yeah. continue. Yeah, I, they are continuing I, it. Did they announce the season four, three, four? Yes, oh, five, six. Yeah, they have. Well, yeah. Well, I know Giancarlo Esposito announced like yeah, season five. Yeah, yeah. Listen, whatever he is, the word of Jesus Christ. So whatever he says, <laughs> I'm just. In. So, <laughs> I was excited to see uh, Bo Katan as sharp and crazy as a pilot of Starbucks from Battlestar Galactica. Was, that was a battle. That was a Battlestar Galactica nod, wasn't it? That entire yeah. fighters launching. Right. You know how she they did, came out. There. Oh yeah! Oh my God! That was so sexy. Such, yeah. Minute yeah, 11, 11 48, The action shot of the ties launching uh, with with the um, Moff Gideon Imperial theme, like backing that up as it's going. Beautiful. Mm. That was mm-hmm. a definite Battlestar Galactica nod, wasn't it? Without yep. question, that whole that whole film and everything, but. Uh, can yeah, I, uh, I mean, can I share another nod that I saw in there? I don't think it was a nod, but it just reminded me of it. Um, the twelve fifty nine, the lambda cra- the lambda shuttle crashing through the the launch tubes, as if you will. It reminded me of the Star Wars: The Old Republic trailer, cinematic trailer, Deceived, when the Sith shuttle was crashing through ah, the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Yes, yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. I, I knew you would, Chris. I thought of you actually when this came out. I was like, "Fuck, Paul's got this. He's got this in the bag." I didn't think of that, but now that you mentioned it, that's I, that. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And maybe, I mean, I was reminded of it. it. It didn't seem like they did it purposefully, but I mean, it's just really cool to do, anyways. Because though that shot's been done tons of times, like look at Star Trek Five, the Undiscovered Country, when they or no, uh, the Final Frontier, when they Final crashed, Frontier, well, when, they, when they crashed, when they crashed a shuttle into it, and it just like. Just stop. Yeah, what's that last week? Yeah. Um, I I can't tell if I you're being sarcastic, Chris. <laughs> I, think, I, believe, I believe him, man. I believe him. But uh, I think uh, I think Katie O'Brien's going to bust out Moff Gideon at the beginning of the next story arc. <laughs> oh my god! Your bonus. They're, they're, like... they're going to escape, and then Bo Katan's going to chase him down. Maybe he like knocks down the Mandalorian or something like that. <laughs> Dark saver on the way out, which then again, you know, puts it all back in play. I don't know. She's well, dead. Head, she's dead. She died head. on the bridge, dude. She's dead. She's not dead. I didn't see her die. That was her corpse there, laying there. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I think it was the dude. <laughs> it was the dude. Oh, no, speaking uh, of speaking of mirroring uh, scenes from other things, did you guys did you guys feel Rogue One in that Luke scene when he ignites absolutely. the saber in the hallway? Oh, absolutely. dude. Yeah. yeah. I honestly. I honestly didn't. Like, I just was like, "This is fucking Luke being badass." I don't. I didn't like connect Rogue One. I don't know. Like, I don't get why people are just butthurt over it being. The same I don't. Rogue I don't one. think it was a. I think it was just the kind of people are butthurt about it. I didn't know people were mad. Yeah, about people it. were mad about it. No, like, I mean, oh, it's not new. Uh, I mean, oh, I wouldn't no, say I they're it. mad about it. People are all calling. I. I I didn't like that. Wasn't the first thing I thought of when I saw it. We're talking like the minute thirty three oh five when he's mowing down dark troopers elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, made that connection, and now like that's all I see now, and I get it. But it wasn't the first thing that came to mind. I, I just my, thought it was yeah. dope as fuck. Agreed. Mm. I think it was just to 
I can see the parallel between it because I c- oh yeah, like definitely. You know, but yeah, I didn't I mean, feel it when I first saw it. I don't hmm. know. How about uh, the the Beskar dark saber heating up the Beskar like a conductor? Ooh, that, was, that was cool. That was I, awesome. I, I that, that. Well, I actually liked the dialogue before that of the kind of Din Djarin and um, Moff Gideon kind of standoff. Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. At, at the point, at the point what, I, what I really like, though, is that he either, he's kind of said, I've already got what I need from him. You know, I've got his blood. Yes. And it's 2248. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And it was like um, his power that I've got. And so it was like just take him then and all that. Lot. So clearly he's got what he already needs, doesn't he? He's got. Mm-hmm. Did you think. Wants. Did you think that Gideon was going to be genuine, Kev, and actually let Mando walk with Grogu out of that? No, of course not. Absolutely no way. There was always, we spoke about it before, as soon as Mando got that Beskar spear, that, yeah. was, set up for a, mm-hmm. that was set up for a fight. For sure, and, for sure, though. But what if, he, what if he didn't? Can you imagine what that story would have been like? Then he would have had a real beef with Bo-Katan. Yeah. Damn. But, Damn. So, so I... I didn't think he was going to let him go, but Giancarlo's acting was so good in that scene. Yeah. Like with his eyes. I believed him. I, I legitimately thought for a second that he was going to yep. let him go. I thought he was I yeah, thought me he too. was genuine. It was very well placed mm-hmm. timing of he was so music good. He was so good. Themes in there. It, it really <laughs> made me convinced of like uh, and I was about to be really disappointed. I was getting all my disappointment hopes up going. Kev, and, Kev, um, these fucking optimistic fucking Yankee twats, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Those cynical <laughs> bastards never hear me. There's no way for a minute I thought he's going to fucking let him walk out of there. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what, Chris? I, I knew. I knew. I you, Chris. A hundred million percent, because I was just like, this is yes, it's only one way. Maybe one way, mate. This I, is going to go. I fucking... you're, you're right, but there was definitely like a glimmer. Like, oh, there's uh, definitely. Like one, yeah. point, like one point three it. seconds of just like, wait, really? Like, is this really? No. <laughs> and then he started like, swinging it. Is, is Moff Gideon's personal shit the Moly Crow and Mando's just going to hop on it? And, like, <laughs> out? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, then he started swinging the saber like a little kid. It's like, oh, I'm just going to kill you. Oh, it's not going through your armor. Weird. Oh, man. I don't get it. <laughs> but they even, they even, Jimmy, they even set that up in the bar scene because... Poketan actually says to him, "The only thing that Dark Saber can't cut through is pure yeah. best guy. Yeah. At that point, it's like they're going to fight. Then there's that. That was one like, of those yeah, obvious. They filmed like separately. Yeah, they filmed that separately, like on purpose. Yeah, like you could tell, yeah. just so they wouldn't know. Yeah. <clears throat> it absolutely was. But uh, oh man, and then um, the, the actual, the actual goodbye scene with." Grogu and oh, um, another uh, tier. Yeah, thirty-six oh six helmet reveal. Chris, were you of all those people? It's it's strange. The first, like that first time I watched it, I almost didn't register what that because I was just like, as I've talked about, just didn't even know what I was watching because Luke was there. The sec- <laughs> when I watched it the second time, and I knew that Luke was coming, that scene. Me with fucking Din and Grogu absolutely destroyed me. Mm. Like, Mrs. H looked at me, like, and I was doing that fucking ugly crying shit. You know, 
I did it in the cinema, mate, when I went to see <laughs> Guardians 2, mate, when Yondu fucking nice. takes mm. bows out. And you're doing that like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you've got that like, snot coming out of your nose, and you're like... <laughs> mate, mate that, that was rough. When he looked, mate, when he took his fucking helmet off and he took his goodbye looks, yeah. All I could think about was Luke's standing there and five years previous, yes, mate. His, his dad mm. said to him, take off my yeah. helmet so I can look at you with my own Ooh, eyes. Let me look at nice. you and let me look on you with my own eyes, mate. Mate, that was absolutely... And Luke's watching that with this, like, father and son. Th- mate, it's just, it just wrecked me. Yeah, it just really... I thought Pedro was fucking un- incredible. Yeah. On point. Yeah. When they looked at each... There's a bit where they looked at each other... Luke mm-hmm. and fucking Din, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah! <laughs> I was just like, game recognizes game, motherfucker. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it was yeah. just so good. I, I wish. Oh dear, dear, it, yeah. it's it's astonishing, mate. And I, I, I've got to shout a shout out to to Pedro. His acting is just fucking mm. brilliant, mate. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out one of my mates here, Griffo Mark, who fucking oh, he's right. emailed this show, mate. I, I'd, got, I'd watched this episode and I had to take my, my car in uh, to get it to get like. You driving while you're watching the episode? No, no, no. I, and I'm walking around a, a, a town centre and I get this text message from from Mark, who's my, he's like my best mate, and he's like, "Fucking hell, mate!" He says that episode was brilliant, mate. I fucking loved it. And he likes Dawes. It's not balls deep like we are, but he likes it. He says, "Oh, mate, brilliant episode. Great to see you back. Great, fucking loved it." He says, "But I've got a question to ask you." So, of course, I was like, I didn't get the rest of the message, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be some fucking Star Wars lore. This is going to be something that I can answer. And it's like, you know when fucking Mando takes his helmets off? What's happened to his moustache? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he, had, he said, like, he had a fucking full-on moustache in the last episode. And I'm like, mate, I says, I've got to be honest. I can't fucking remember a goddamn thing about. I was such a gibbering wreck. I can't remember if he had like, but it's not. He's still got it, hasn't he? I watched it again. It's still there. Uh, it's it's there. It's not. It's, it's not as thick, but it's not yeah. as prominent, is it? It's yeah. not. You know, it's, not. it's definitely been trimmed. Listen, I talked about this last. You episode. did, mate. I was thinking you did episode one hundred and forty-five. You can find that on Spotify. <laughs> all your social media things. Jeff can relate, mate. If you've ever had a helmet on for more than 10 minutes, Jeff, that shit just, it's uncomfortable. Anything, a face mask, anything, yep. anything on your face. Hey, this yep. is Jeff Pierman. I thought we were talking to Andrew Luck over here. <laughs> <laughs> All the Americans will get that one. Um, Din just has a little trim, mate, every now and again. He, maybe, he's, maybe he's got a razor inside the helmet. Maybe the helmet does it, right? This is 20th Century Fox in the Star Wars universe. They're going to have cool shit like that, probably, right? There's probably a little automatic electric automatic electric razor. <laughs> that just like, yeah, yeah. I'm with Jimmy, sorry, sorry, mate. It's not been 20th Century Fox for about eight years, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no! Oh, oh no! no. But then, yes, I mean, Kevin, to answer yeah. your question, mate, that fucking goodbye scene <laughs> wrecked me. Yeah, yeah. that's rough. It's great, 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 mm. great scene. My my it's... eyes were so welled up. It was, but it, but it's like I said at the time, what what I really thought 
is the strength of the show. Obviously, it's always been about Mando and Grogu's <clears throat> connection. Mm, yes. I don't, I don't know if you four thought the same, but to me, it was this showed the strength of an episodic TV show. The fact that mm. they could, you know, the whole 16 or the 15 or prior to that, they could work on their relationship more. Yes. So it's that connection right from the first episode, but they've spent 30 minutes a week and it sort of paid off in that one scene, didn't it? Because mm-hmm. yeah. it, I don't know if you thought the same, you know, sometimes in movies, I know movies are different, they're two hours and they t- they're different, but this show to me was the absolute strength of what TV can do, how it can take its time and how it can develop things a little bit you know, a little bit better between the two characters. And then that goodbye scene was just like, you know, the fact that there was other people in the room and he didn't care and he took his helmet off yeah. and he was like, yeah. look, mm-hmm. I've got to say goodbye to this guy. And um, When he touched his face, mate. Yeah, oh, and I'm sure... Uh, Dude. Yeah. It's not right, mate. I'm fucking 40 years old and this guy <laughs> is taking a silver helmet off <laughs> and there's a little green puppet stroking his face and I'm an absolute utter wreck mate. Like a wreck <laughs> that's what I said mate at the start I'm like 46 feet and I'm like what the fuck it's like it was yeah. like quarter to nine in the morning it was like, that was, mate, that's what made it funny I got up at like quarter past seven and I was like waiting for this episode to come and then I wish that I wish that package was delivered during that. That would have been a hilarious story. <laughs> oh, that would have been absolutely brilliant. And then, dude, I, we well, get- I mean, he takes his helmet off, right? Like, I do wonder going forward now. Like, now is he going to be more liberal with taking it off? Like, is yeah, he like? I think so. Yeah. Is, is yeah, he going to have a serious conversation with Bo Katan? I think I think that's happened throughout the show, though. About man. it, the fact that, yeah. that that when he starts the show, he's this absolute. I believe in this way. This is my way. Yeah. I don't. What's it? And then as it's gone on, know any other way? Does it? No, I, I do. I, met- I, I think they could start a couple of years later next season or something, and then mm. they could be like, Dude, and then yeah. it just shows yeah, him yeah. with his helmet off, and then they kind of mm. backstory it as they go yeah. forward. He's in the Moldy Crow. Get out of the fight with Jimmy, leave <laughs> This fucking ship, mate. That we're never going to see a on big moldy piece far of cheese. Too much airtime on this podcast. Ignite mold. Ignite the mold. <laughs> yes, the ignite the mold. There's oh, no fucking it. way you do. I, I mean, we're gonna. We're gonna so Don't even think about calling this episode "Ignite the Mold." Ed. Oh, it's happening! Ed. It's fucking happening. <laughs> no, no, I think so. So I thought he was. I was kind of hoping he was going to give Grogu the control knob handle. No, he needs well, to keep it to no. remember him. He, well, so, yeah. so as Haas pointed out on Twitter, that now, yeah, well, that that parlays. Oh, he did. He did. So the parlay, I think, is because uh, because Grogu has his necklace, right? The Mando. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so necklace, he's got right? that, and then Mando has the ball. Yeah. I can see a scene of maybe not next season, or maybe like the end of next season. Mando's in a pinch, and who comes to rescue him? But fucking Jedi Grogu, right? Or, or all of a sudden he's, no, he's still too he, young. He's still going to be no, too no, young. no, true, 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 true. Or, or I mean, say if, if it progresses a couple of years, as I was saying, but or um, he gets like a message. Is the actual like he finds the necklace? Like he sees the necklace. Is like, wait, this go, this belongs to Grogu. 
I need to save or, him again. Or that's that's pretty good. Or or, or they communicate. Like you know how Ray and um, yeah. Ray Kenobi and Kylo c- communicate. Yeah, because Mando has the force. No, been like, watching two towers, Jimmy. <laughs> when Vigo finds the uh, oh the orb, leaves, the leaves yeah. of La Florian on the floor. Oh, not 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 Vigo. Um, oh no, wait, you're right. I was thinking of a different scene. I was thinking of uh, Mary and Pippin when they're dropping the uh, the little um, elvish things on the ground so they can find them at the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what if, what, you... what, if, what if the necklace is like the message? Be like, hey, motherfucker, listen up. This is me. Nah, that's listen. not happening. I, I, I was just thinking like he'll be having a dream, and then Grogu's there. Like, he wakes up from a wet dream or something, you know? Oh, like, like Anakin in Attack of the Clones. Like, <laughs> all sweaty. Yeah. Wet dreaming about his it's, it's like, like It's like, weird, it? all he's wearing is a pair of boxer shorts and his helmet. <laughs> oh, That's my it. God. Hey, 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 speaking of boxer shorts, can we all know how fucking jacked he looks with his armor on, but no helmet? Mm. It mm. looks like he's like tiny head Pedro Pascal. I mean, he's just like so, <laughs> he's like so buffed with all of his stuff on with the helmet on. I was like, damn. And uh, there's like a, the the thirty eight nineteen. There's a cool wide angle shot of all of our heroes on the bridge. That was pretty cool. Mm, yeah, I did like that because Gina Carano was in it, right in the middle. He was, hey, he, hey. Was, he was he was he was appalled. He's like, this is personal, not my Star Wars. Personal <laughs> personal opinion on Gina Carano aside. I love the um, and uh, where's my note here? Yeah, I love the whole Fennec Shan, Bo-Katan, Cosca Reese, Cara Dune mm. being absolute badasses, Fucking ripping, ripping through awesome. the light Yeah, that was so awesome. Yep. Well, you know, you know in what? the bar, you know in the bar, Chris, Chris, you can answer because you're watching. You know in the bar when she's fighting Fett, does she use a wrestling move on her? Because that's like, yes, she does, mate. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, come on, mate. Tell me, is that a particular move or well, it's something like the fucking summit bulldog or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's okay. proper fucking. Yeah. <laughs> so when this when this was happening, right? So I've been watching this with my wife, and um, we have a really good time watching it. It's fun, and the scene comes up with just these four absolute badasses are just ripping through the light cruiser. And, um, I'm listening to my wife. She's like, yeah, wow. Kick ass. Yeah. Like saying all the things that I would normally say when I'm seeing like, Mm. I mean, these are all my, all of these characters are my favorite characters, but like, it sounded like me when I was seeing like other stuff for the first time, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm expecting this episode just to be like chock full of amazingness, but she, this has been one of the most vocal ones that she's been. Um, about any of the episodes like this is fucking awesome look at all these kick-ass female heroes just being absolute badasses yeah. and it's really Do you know cool. what? Uh, sorry yeah no, no 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 go on man they i'm just saying it's just really it's really awesome to see that and to see that kind of a reaction as well um and i because I, I my wife is a i feel like my wife is a great barometer on just keeping me real and, and yeah based on this earth and uh, it was just really awesome seeing her react to that. Her reaction, genuine reaction, made me feel really cool. Uh, not cool. Made me good. feel really Feeling excited. Good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I loved about that scene? Is that I didn't even... It didn't, like... You know when you watched Avengers Endgame? Mm-hmm. And it was like, 
look at this, we're going to stick all these women together mm-hmm. and it's going to be dead obvious. And it's, yes. gonna be like, it's, an, it's an awesome moment in Endgame. But it's purposeful. But it, is, it was purposeful. It's, it's really obviously what it's, they're doing. It's pr- very obvious. It wasn't yes. until like my second or third viewing that I, it suddenly dawned on me like... They're all women, yeah. That it was yeah. a thing. Because it, it, it just felt so natural that these four Same. awesome, awesome kick-ass people were just tearing through this ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, everyone's talking about Luke and everyone's talking about this end credit scene, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've not heard anyone talk about how amazing... Fennec Shandis in this fucking scene. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. She yeah. is a ma- mate. Ming Na Wen is fifty-seven, 57. years old. She's fifty-seven. Incredible. She's fifty-seven. How old? Holy cow! Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Yeah, she was born on no- in November, nineteen sixty-three. Dude, she's fifty-seven, mate. I found that out today. I was looking wow. through. I was like, you got 60s, Wow, got her birthday. Kidding. All right. She's almost as old as you are, <laughs> Mate, she's getting there, isn't she? She's getting there, mate. This is nearly. There's one little there. bit, like, she's taking, she's taking troopers out, like, pew, pew, pew. And there's one little bit, like, where this trooper pops his head through a hole and she just, <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. Takes him out there fast. I was like, yes. And <laughs> And so, Chris, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that that was the reaction. That's what made it so special for me to experience that because, yeah, you're right. When I'm walking through that, I'm just seeing four four badass characters doing it. Mm. And it was Elena that mentioned it. I was like, these are four badass women characters, female characters. And I'm like, you're abs- wow, you're right. And this is awesome. Yeah, it, didn't, it wasn't blatant. It wasn't like in your face. It, it just, wasn't. It, it was just like everything else that Filoni has done with this, from the R5 unit to um, a staff that we're going to talk about pretty soon. Just all the little subtle pieces in here that isn't just absolutely like, look at what we did here. It's just there. Yep. And that's, that's, that's what makes this entire season start to finish magical and yeah. great and, and just, God. She has, she's been amazing. She's oh, been brilliant. She been and I think absolutely. as a whole, like the series, when you just look at the cast and the diversity of it, and none of it feels like shoehorned or like yeah. pandering. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it just feels natural to me. It's like, it, mm-hmm. it's so good to see. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But I, what I, I did love that. Like, it's brilliant that like what you were saying then to me about watching it with your wife, but it didn't feel like it was like, we're, we're making this moment. We're going to, like, it didn't detract from the show. Like, wasn't forced. Whereas in Endgame, yeah, it wasn't I was contrived. like, ah, see what you did there. Yeah. The internet trolls are going to hate that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It took, yeah. me out, it took me out of the moment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, this, it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm well into this. Totally. It's yeah. not natural. And, and there was and, a moment, there was a moment, no, man, fucking the marshal of bad takes on Twitter's fucking gun jammed. And I was like, Yes, yes, she's gonna die. Yeah. She's gonna fucking die. Oh. Well, we had this dude. We had actual bolts. Well, I mean, I, uh, for personal opinions aside, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, because I could really, I don't want to fall into a hole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But just focusing completely on the character, I loved it when they fixed it. Just like fucking bashing it on the floor to get it going. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Totally like a a just like scruffy Han Solo thing to do, and I really liked it. Oh, oh. Um, speaking of Gina Carano, 
Let's talk about my opinion of I think this is the most violent scene that we have witnessed in this entire series. And tell me if you guys agree with it. Very beginning of the episode when Cara Dune shoots the Imperial asshole pilot in the face with the blaster with the blaster shot. Was that the most violent like like just like brutal, brief, quick, like boom, he's dead. And you didn't you obviously don't see like blood, guts, and gore or anything like that, but for me I saw that and I was like, Oh god, in the face. Like yeah, that was true. I felt that was particularly in the face, in the face. violent. Yeah, right. Well like ro- in Rogue One at the beginning when 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 oh, he yeah, shoots when the informant. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, that's, but that's in the back, though, right? This is like in the face. This is like rated R movie stuff when you shoot someone in the face up close mm-hmm. like that. I, I, I mean, not that obviously did did it affect me? No, but not I you. thought I yeah. noted it. I noted it not me personally, but I thought that it was a very like it's just a really bold statement right there. I thought that was really cool. The way they just like wasted the dude, boom. And like the way they've done it has been, you know, done in the past where the sharpshooter guy just like narrowly shoots the the guy holding the hostage or whomever it is, whatever. Um, but I don't know. Did you guys think that was particularly violent at all or no? Oh yeah, I, I did. I, did. I mean, it's, yeah. they've, they've done that throughout the show. I mean, the very, very first episode has crushing the helmet. Somebody, yeah. somebody sliced in half by a door closing on them. You know, in right. yeah. you don't I mean, see it. Though. You don't see it. You do. Well, you kind of see it. It starts, but you don't fully see. Yeah. You don't. You don't see the action. Here, you actually see the, the hole. The, the, the well, you don't see the hole. I, I haven't done the frame by frame, but you see the blaster bolt hit the guy's face, and he just like pops back. I, I mean, yeah. that's pretty, pretty violent. Pretty yeah, violent I mean, for live action and Disney. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for live action Star Wars, Disney, that was think, pretty violent. And yeah, also, suppose, in the words of Jimmy, you know, give me more. Was it HBO violent? <laughs> Are we seeing titties? Uh, no. no. <laughs> oh, there be some Star Wars titties. I'm not going <laughs> to. Hey, we saw three of them in Repair of the Jedi. Uh, you're, don't you're you worry, Chris. Chris, don't you worry. The Ahsoka episodes I've written in my head, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of Ahsoka episodes I mean, coming up. Jimmy, I think you know, you know, because lasers aren't real. Yeah, it don't really, it don't, don't really like. I don't think. Oh, that's the pilot. But you know, when Din choked out that fucking stormtrooper outside Grogu's like cell. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, that's got a spear violent. under his neck and like yeah. proper choked him out, didn't he? Strangled yeah. him. I was like, whoa, that's well brutal. It was like lifting him up, wasn't it? It was like mm. proper full on. Oof, like, that was definitely I mean, one where I was thinking while I'm watching with my girls, like, oh shit, should I not? Filoni have has a this? record of doing this, like with his shows. Like the longer they go, the more violent things kind of tend to happen in them. The Clone Wars, that yeah. the later they went, the way more adult. Well, how, Dude, that's just think, how else are you going to make it longer? More violence. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Jeff, I was just thinking about that the other day because I was thinking yeah. about, I was thinking about that because f- I often think about this when I'm bored. I just think about <laughs> Palpatine versus Maul and Savage, and I'm just like, so, oh yes, so, <laughs> it's so good. sorry, sidetrack. I need yeah. a pencil. <laughs> All right, I'll pause it. But going back to Fennec, she, Mingna went action scenes when she's kicking stormtroopers and shit it looks like she is really putting her strength into it and you can it looks legit 
when like Gina Carano's doing it, it's like it just feels like I'm watching Hercules from back in the '90s or whatever. You know what I mean? Like a like a you can totally see she's missing the punch and like this over exaggerated. But Mingna Wen's like stuff is just like so it looks so real to me. Did you guys get that feeling? I don't know. She she's much more like uh, fluid mm-hmm. with all of her actions. She's just like turn, turn, turn and. Carrie Dune was more like rigid reacting to stuff where Gina uh, where uh, Fennec Shand was predicting where shit was going to go almost yeah. like do, do you know why just force <laughs> no it's because um, Ming-Na Wen can act yeah <laughs> that's the real reason well even the previous ep- the episode of Bill Burr when she like pushes the 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 pilot's heads into the dashboard or whatever into each other. I can't remember. But anyway, it didn't look right. It didn't look... Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think Maybe it, could, yeah, it but... doesn't... Well, go ahead, Kev. Go ahead. No, go, 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 Jeff. Go. Oh, well, I was going to say, I think it doesn't help her case that she's actually surrounded by a lot of really good actors. And yes. she's not an actress. So yeah. I, I think that makes it look way worse, too. Yeah, she's learning. She's learning. I mean, regardless of, you know, internet, Hopefully. whatever it might be, whatever, mm-hmm. what's it, but... You know, when you actually physically watch Gina Carano, her acting is pretty terrible at times. Yeah, it's it's not great. Mm. Oh, I, mean, I did uh, like her when she turned the rifle into a bat. I mean, uh, yeah, but that but that's a physical. Even then, though, like it's like she over. It still looked know. weird. Like it, it still looked, it, mm. it looked strained. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Fair. Mm. We are I, I putting mean, Gina Carano under a microscope here at Scruffy Looking Podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just bring it back to our obsidian Cylons, please. Yes. Oh, yes. But can we? Can we? Can I talk now, please? Please. No. Post credit scene. Post credit scene, dude. Because Chris, if, are you ready for this? Do you have more Luke? Luke, oh, ready, boys. Do you want to talk Luke some more, mate? Um, his how belt. How his belt? How he puts his saber away? And you're just looking at his whole costume, and you're like. <gasps> God, it's fucking Luke Skywalker. It's his lightsaber. It's his belt. It's his outfit. He's black, and he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Anything more about that? No. Well, the, the, the la- <laughs> well, my I have one last thing. Just one last thing before the big tuna. Um, minute thirty-one oh two, when Bo-Katan's staring at the screen, and she goes, "A Jedi," mm. like. I like Ooh. I haven't seen one of these in like twenty years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause other than Ahsoka, rem- yeah. other than Ahsoka, she is a remnant of the Clone Wars of the Republic of the Jedi Order, or at least you know, just being from that era of having them all over the place and having been through the last twenty years or plus of not having any of them. Mm-hmm. It was really cool seeing that a Jedi. All right, Jimmy. And I I've got to be honest, Jimmy. That 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 whole build up to that. My favorite line comes from Cara Dune when she's like, on X-Wing, great, we're saved. <laughs> and I'm are. like, you are. I'm like, fucking shut your mouth because the fucking man's in town and he's going to come <laughs> and fucking. You're goddamn right. Kev, any one of them on the bridge could have said that. But are you glad yeah. that it was her that said it? Yeah, well, <laughs> it was. Uh, she so could shove it in her great. face. What X Wing? Oh, great. We're saved. And I'm like, you fucking just sit your ass down there and watch this fucking dude in action. Yeah. He's going to 
all of a sudden, Din Djarin turns around and says, did you see what that motherfucker did to the mice spiders? You shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to kind of piggyback on what you said about the Jedi Trying and times. Uh, Bo-Katan recognizing it, Giancarlo in that scene looked terrified. Yes! 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 yes. Really, yes. really good actor. Well. Yes. He's an ISB agent. He knows everything. He said it. He knew what was coming whenever she said yeah. Jedi. They say Jedi. He's yeah, yeah. like, oh, F. That's why he was trying to take his life at the end, too. He's like, yeah, no, I, no. I'm making, yeah, I got to yeah, make yeah. a move now. I got to make a move now. Yep. Yeah. Also. Imagine yeah. that in the scene, don't he, when he says, I assume I know everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. in that little earlier bit. And then it comes back later and he's like, as soon as that X-Wing turns up and it's like a Jedi, man, Jeff, yeah. that. His face, his acting was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> That's another thing. What's his future? What's his future? Do you guys think? Like, like he's still going to be alive? He's going to be in prison? What's going to happen with this guy? Katie O'Brien's going to bust him Katie out of that line. Katie O'Brien, Katie O'Brien's going to bust him out of the cruiser. Why did you two say that in stereo? She's going to have martial arts shit going on. I'm surprised we didn't see her fight. Honestly, he's going to go into his comma and say, "Kitty, you have to go pick me up out of the brig so we can get to the personal craft and get out of here." In the Baldy Crow. In the Baldy Crow. All right, I'm done. Who's this Irish character? Who's this Irish character they've got in it? Kitty O'Brien, the comms officer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't see her um, fight. Right? Are you guys surprised? They're saving what? that. That's season three shit, bro. <laughs> True or false, Jimmy? True or false? In my mind, Cameron. <laughs> She's gonna fucking martial arts the shit out of some space whales in season three. Mm-hmm. She'll kill Oh, Can you imagine that? I hope so. I hope that happens. Honestly, Just- the more I think about this, the end of Rebels, fucking on the bridge of that star- uh, Chimera, of the Chimera, Star Destroyer. Come on, mate. I've not seen it yet. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot Chris has an idea. I forgot. I forgot. But Space I'm just saying Space Whales show up. So why didn't they show up here? I'm aware of that. Perfect mirror scene. (laughs) (laughs) They did a bunch of other mirror scenes. (laughs) Do it there. I love you. I love the fact that we're in one of the like greatest pieces of Star Wars like (laughs) history. Like Luke Skywalker turns up, then and what's it? And you're thinking, oh, wouldn't it be great if Space Whales and just Yeah, if they would have just shown up <laughs> save the yeah, day. What, what did you expect from a prick that just sends a text like, yeah, it was good. Gina Carano can't really act though, can she? Come on. That's your only takeaway. The only takeaway. Chris, did you think the same as me at that point when, when we received that message, mate? It was like the most bizarre thing. I was like, we've just seen fucking Luke Skywalker. I just put... I put good in capital letters with about 15 question marks. I was like, are you fucking real? <laughs> Just good. Uh, do you fake bar? Oh, God. Fucking loot, man. God damn it. So. Yeah. So then, so then, so then we get, we get, we get the credits. Like 35, 40 minutes of this just absolute mental and emotional fucking breakdown. Joyride. And, what what was strange, and, and I don't know if you guys sort of thought this at the time, there was no concept art. Yeah, in the, the, in the credits. Oh, yeah. It threw me off. And, and, and to me, it, it kind of felt like a season, like a series end. Mm. Like yeah. The series was ending. Do we have confirmation really they're doing another season? 
Well, well I've heard this weekend that season three debuts on Christmas Day next year. Mm-hmm. And when does that the um, begins. when does the announced now announced uh, Boba Book of Boba Fett the at the start at the start of December? Okay, and it's a short. It's a short. Bang bang bang! One two three four, and then season three of Mando starts immediately mm-hmm. after on oh, Christmas Day. You know what it's going to be, guys. You know what it's going to be. It's going to be fucking holiday special style. <sighs> Cartoon Boba Fett, life but in live action, <laughs> fighting a fucking sitting yeah. on a sitting on a dinosaur. I mean, that's or, just internet shit. That's, <laughs> I've not had fucking Bobby I on phone. Do you know what I mean? The only person I've had on phone recently is Warwick when he asked me to be in like Willow series, but that's, <laughs> that's a different conversation, isn't it? Though. Oh dear. But yeah, then I mean, we we just gone through all this, and then I I never. Never ever. I always watch the credits go. And then all of a sudden, this credits are rolling, and I'm like, "Something's weird." There's a lot then, left here. And then, and then, then we've just had all this fucking absolutely bonkers, bonkers shit thrown at us. And the very first thing that comes back on is Jabba's palace. Twin mate. sons, mate. First, twin sons. Twin sons. Jabba's palace. I'm like, oh, twin sons. Plans. Yeah. What is this? Fucking Jabba's pa- I've got Jabba's no! palace tattoo- tattooed on my arm, mate. It's fucking. <laughs> it's one mate. of my favourite scenes of architecture ever. Yeah, it was Dude. almost too much, mate. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" You've mm. just slapped your big Star Wars cock all over my face, mate. With Luke Skywalker, you brought Luke Skywalker back. Nineteen eighty-three. <laughs> Kenner figure. I saw him on screen, mate, and he did all this shit. <clears throat> and I'm just like calming down, like trying to pick my jaw off at floor, and fucking Jabba's palace is in front of me. I'm like, yeah, what mate. is going on? Sorry, Kev, go on. <laughs> mate, no, 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 mate, fuck me. I was like, what? where are we going with this? And then it goes in. Just it's there's just this new, mad. there's this new fucking Disney. Mate, there's this new fucking throne. Yeah, fucking. Because you still have the, the same di- dais or whatever Bib, with the Bib Fortuna sitting on fucking the, the fucking king of the hill here, the fucking daddy here. Like he's, with, he's never, with, he's never. With, with I might add, this fucking staff from the fucking vintage oh. figure. Like, <laughs> what oh, was that? Yeah. Hey, I was yeah. like, holy shit! <clears throat> with rancor little. Rancor heads. Oh, oh, did you spot that? Did you spot that? Rancor heads. Rancor on his, heads on, his on, the, on the thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, mate. I'm like, what is obviously? He's obviously been in lockdown in 2020. That tuna's packed in oil, not water. Yeah, you know? and he, he got a right spare tire there, and he'd been fucking mm. lockdown right. Good and proper, mate. <laughs> hey, hey, 2020 hit everybody. He's got some timber. Packed in oil, and not then, water. And then all of a sudden, it fucking gives his McClunky bit, which was like, whoa, what is that? McClunky. Yeah, 42.10, minute 42.10. Dude, I was like, what's happening here? And then Fennec walks down, fucking, doo, 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 fucking kneels with them all. And, oh, I love some of the character beats. There's a little reuse in the back, wasn't there? You see that? Yeah, mate. Yes, oh! mate. Yeah. 
yeah, we mentioned that before. Yeah, a couple there. They gotta put a reuse in there. Oh, what, man. Was the, was the slave dancer with the red hair that Boba Fett was, like, chatting with from Return of the Jedi, was she in that final she scene? She was in there. She wasn't the dancer. She was in yeah. the, the, she was the, in the, the back. side. Okay, yeah. okay. I was, I was yeah. recalling that correctly, then. Hmm. That then, might be why he went back. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> she maybe, probably was but... like, "Save me from this motherfucking save Twi'lek. me from the big tuna." This twi- Twilight's like fucking me over over here. Hey, let me tell you, let me tell you, best shot in this entire episode, forty three twenty six, when you got Fennec Shan with a spotchka. Yes, oh, I thought of you. I thought of you. The other, and I'm just like, oh man, I got to get me a jug like that filled with. I thought of you when she picked that up and started swigging on that. I was like, oh, Jimmy's gonna love that. That's one of my favorite. One of my favorite. Then Jimmy, I did, dude. I did. I really did. (laughs) I was setting that. Kev was setting that up, lovely, and you just fucking shot way too early. (laughs) Once again, Jimmy, fucking. (laughs) <laughs> off, off your fucking boat, mate. But mate, fucking Fett Sorry. walks down. Fett walks down. Fucking. Yeah. I was like, what? I was literally what is like going still on? in a daze. Kev, I was still in what? a daze from. <laughs> then I'm watching Boba Fett struck down. Fucking straight. Big Fortuna's giving it some. I'd heard the fucking rumors enough, you know, and fucking just fucking shoots him down, mows him down. <laughs> oh yeah, right. gets on the throne. Picks him off the throne, fucking sits down. I'm like, I'm I'm in some dream world. I mean, I genuinely, what time was it? About quarter to nine in the morning, and I'm like, I'm still asleep. I'm still asleep. I've not woke up. Because it's, 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 it's another, of, it's again another mirror scene. Bizarre, right? This is some bizarre fantasy thing. And then, like Jimmy says, fucking Fennec Chan, fucking sits down. Then we get that massive announcement of the book of Boba Fett. The Boba. Mate, what's happening? What's going on in the world, man? (laughs) There's plenty of Spotchka. That's all I care about. So, wait, wait, wait. What do you guys think this is? Is you think it's like uh, they're going to talk about his previous exploits or going forward exploits? I think it's going to be. But what if they go? What if they go previous? They bring Daniel Logan in. What do you guys think about that? Get to shit. He can get going. No. This is all Ed, new. I'd be okay with it. What the fuck is that? we're going to have some, some talk soon, me and you are, mate. <laughs> Luke Skywalker turns up, and you start texting me about Cara Dune. <laughs> they announce a Boba Fett series, and you start talking about Daniel Logan. <laughs> <laughs> you got some fuck- I might leave this podcast. Kev, come on. <laughs> fucking good start of them. Well, the English, are, the English are revolting. That's going to yeah, mate. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying tomorrow's still in it. But maybe they do some like flashback this shit. Is t- this is tomorrow all the Could way. Be cool. Could I'm be like, cool. I'm like, fucking give me some of that, mate. I, I just for think- the listeners, the listeners, I'm just just warning you. Jimmy's just got up and got three books. So Kev, let's talk about Boba Fett for at least <laughs> ten <laughs> minutes. <laughs> right, right, right. So the book constantly. Book, mate, this this fucking I, I don't care what it's about. How many books is he? Yeah, okay, tomorrow he's got some books. Boba Fett reading from a book <laughs> to a bunch of people. Just let him do it. The Book of Boba Fett. Jimmy, put that book down. Well, do you know what I find interesting? The title of it is The Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And each episode of The Mandalorian is is a chapter. Yeah. It's not yeah. like episode one, episode two. It's chapter one, chapter two. Mm. Obviously, 
Jimmy's just fucking showing us loads of EU shit now, and that's just distracting me. <laughs> Another book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard. Jimmy, get the, get the EU book where they put Big Fortuna's brain in a Bomar monk. That fucking <laughs> awful. Oh, yes. my God. I'm so glad you mentioned the Bomar monk. I want monk the Bomar monk back. The Aftermath series of, like, they were finally being, like, released and freed because Jabba's gone. All the slaves can get out. Maybe the big tuna oh, lost them down again. That's why the big That's who should have been on the throne. That's who should have been on the throne, the fucking Bomar monk. Have you got the EU book where Chewbacca gets killed by a planet, Jimmy? Oh, Jesus, Jimmy. Uh, Come on, Jimmy. Vector Prime. Have you yeah. got the one where Luke Skywalker falls in love with a ghost on a spaceship? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good book. <laughs> Not really. That's why Disney... That's why Disney... name offhand. Have you, got, have you got the one where IG-88 uploads himself to the Death Star? <laughs> You're trolling me, because of course I have all of these. <laughs> Come on, mate. Let's, tell me again so, why... Uh, why did Disney they, just they were, him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But why also is Disney pulling in all these cool, obscure little references from the EU? They're, ta- they're cherry picking. They're cherry picking all the good shit because there was a fucking ton of trash that was written in the like thirty three percent absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. They're cherry picking the best parts about these, and that's what makes me very excited. Like, like. You don't have to go deep into all this stuff. They show dark troopers. They That's didn't show EU. how they make them, or they spent like a yep. million years talking about them. They just had them in there, and that's it. That's all you got to do. You just got to have them in. You don't have to make a big deal about right. A big, let, big let deal books about it, like and other medium. Other butthurt fans on. are. You just have to like I, this book. So this book I have is the Mandalorian armor. Which takes place uh, right after when Boba Fett crawls his ass out of the Sarlacc. But mm. there could be some things they pull out of this. There is the Bounty Hunters Guild. Maybe Boba is like taking over this portion of the cartel. Maybe there'll be some cool little story arcs that they'll cool. bring in. Because there's going to be some... they got to come up with some kind of cool little story arcs that him and <clears throat> Fennec are going to be doing while she's wasted on Spachka, which I would love. I mean, I mean there, is, there is one thing we got out of that, that little scene. He is going for a power grab. Because he's sitting yeah. on a throne, he's sitting on a throne, and the making boss. the most badass pose that you could ever make on a throne, sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like fucking Conan the Barbarian, me. Yeah. Just like, I yeah. Can't even so he's obviously a fucking mural of that on the wall. <laughs> Dude, me too. I would love that fucking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like Boba Fett in his shiny new armor. How did he? How do you sit like that, me? Fucking Tamir. <laughs> Mate, I've lived on this earth 40 years, mate. I've never sat down on a chair and looked that cool in my life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How the fuck does Tamira Morrison sit down and look that fucking cool? Ah, uh, because he's a Outrageous. Kiwi. He's a Kiwi. Just the music and all, isn't it? The music, mate. Fucking, mm. oh, just outrageously good, man. Sorry. They got to have... Um, they gotta have him. They gotta have him compose the music for that show too, right? Yeah, Jeff. Did you know about those credit? Did you? I uh, yes. When I watched it, I did. So I I knew it was coming. I didn't know what it was going to be though. I I knew that there was a post credit scene. Mm. Did not know it was going to be Boba. But man, so I'm self admittedly not the biggest Boba fan. But Mm. golly, this season has like opened my eyes to how awesome of a character he can be. Because in the movies he didn't do anything. Now, 
Jeff, don't Anymore. make me change my mind about you. No, 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 I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with, I'm on the Jeff side of things. I'm with him, and now it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm loving, I'm getting more on the Boba train now. There's, there's also like uh, Fennec Shan gives Boba like this smirk. Like if you look at like forty three thirty, oh yeah, yeah. forty three thirty four, she looks at him like, "Yep, we just did it. We just took over this whole thing, and I'm gonna get mm. drunk." But I, I know I was excited the fact that it was like the book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett was in it. But I was genuinely equally happy that Fennec Shan was with him. That she sat. Are, are they lovers? Kind of like. Are they lovers? Uh, no, 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 no. I think they just. But I heard it's gonna be a musical, like the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the way. So, well, that's so, what we all want to see in Star Wars. So they, they just hang out on Slave One every night, just playing cards or something. Just chilling, dude. Just chilling. Yeah, that's Why it? not? Why not? That's the way to do it. Isn't it? All right. You need to lay off the Spotchka. You don't fucking tell me what to do. <laughs> but that means, Plus, she's I probably just... all mechanical down there. So why would he ever want to? Anyway, that's true. Help but, but, but fucking kudos to fucking Queen <laughs> Kathleen the other day for not even. Kind of, yeah. Oh, but she knew. she knew. She knew. What kind of fucking swing has John Favreau got where he can say, like, they're doing an Investors Day. Like, how much money does Boba Fett <clears throat> produce for that company through merchandise? Mm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything about it. Yeah. If you're going to do an Investors Day and you're making a Boba Fett TV yeah. series, yeah. it's surely going to be one of your biggest announcements. What kind of swing has he got, like, Kathy? <laughs> let's just fucking not... Don't just mention do, it. Do me a solid, mate, and not mention <laughs> it, because we're going to put this sweet stinger at the end, mate. It's like, baby, it's like the Baby Yoda reveal, isn't it, at the start of season one? It's like... Oh, they sacrificed a bunch of fuck. merchandise sales for that. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which they got all back. Way back. And <gasps> then more. Some. Way and more. Some. Yeah. Because mm. you, know, you, you, built, you built the hype for it. If you don't have it, people want it. People are dying for it. We'll consume it all even more when it comes out, especially if it's successful. Agreed. Yep. I just can't. I can't. I don't know how to sum it up, boys. Just living mm. in this golden age of Star Wars where mm-hmm. like, Luke Skywalker, this fucking 1983 Kenner figures just come back on screen <laughs> and done what he done. And... I'm getting a Boba Fett TV series. I can't, mate. I just yeah. can't anymore. It's just... And an Ahsoka TV series. And a show it's time to be alive. And it's like a list of what everyone would want. And instead of saying, well, we can do this and this and this, they were like, let's do all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, brilliant. Yeah. Put, mate. Brilliant. It's like... They're just, just giving not. everybody what they want. But yeah. in, a, in a way where it, like, won't piss off everybody. You know, right, mm-hmm. and then they're still going to move it forward with Rogue Squadron. So it's like they're doing everything. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll see TV again. Well, you I know mean, what? They probably deal... saw all the sales from Squadrons and was like, mm-hmm. "We could make a movie centered around <laughs> dogfighting and shit, like like a Top Gun thing, but Star mm-hmm. Wars." Mm-hmm. I hope Top, so. Top Gun. That's what I want. Top yeah. Gun, Rogue Squadron. Do, 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 and it's do, like Wedge, do, do, do. main character. Fuck. Fuck. Bring me back Tycho Kelcher, uh, please. It's outrageous, boys. Who's that, Jimmy? Uh, he is a son of Alderaan. What? Say his name again, mate. Come on. Tycho Kelchu. Fucking brilliant. Tycho Kelchu. He's my new favorite character. He actually is. Go- I think he is one Googling of the Googling him names. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a blonde-haired stud from Alderaan. 
Fuck mm, me. Is he, as good, nice. is he as cool as Dash Rendar with his quilted <laughs> shoulder uh, pants? I think he's way cooler, actually. <laughs> Dash Rendar, he's just a pompous prick. So, uh, I guess any other Fuck. topics, chats about Mando? I, I could absolutely go on all day about how awesome this episode was, but I think we've just summed it all up. But I've got... That's all I can say. Chris, anything was. more on the episode? Mate, I just... I can't really sum it up. I'm not really... I'm I'm not a wordsmith. I use pictures instead of words. That's good for a podcast, isn't it? Fucking what a knobhead. What am I talking about? <laughs> I just implore... If you want to... F- what I love is how much... At the end of this fucking shit year, how much joy this episode has brought to people. Yes, mate. If you want to see it, and see it like in its purest form, just go on YouTube and search for Steel Saunders Steel Wars reaction videos. Cause there's, there's <laughs> yeah, an, those would be great. It was so pure. There's a, there's a watch-along video that's about 10 minutes long, which is fucking incredible, and then there's an instant reaction afterwards. Both videos, it's just absolute joy. Just pure joy. Yeah, because he invented uh, and has wanted and ignite the green for years. No one's wanted it more than Steel. Decades. And yeah, man. He coined it, baby. He must oh, pay it off big time right now. That, Unbelievable. What a, what a great, he must be a fucking cloud nine. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. Well, well deserved. Everyone should check that video out. It's so pure. He's so excited. Mm. Pure. Pure is a good Jeff. That's a great adjective for it, man. It's it's cool. I hate seeing there's plenty of those uh live reaction that's just absolute trash, you know? Yeah. But you're right. Steel was pure. It was innocent. I love it. Untainted. Mm. Mm. That's right. So ultimately, final grade, pretty good. <laughs> I give it uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give it ten out of ten chess Brosnans, mate. Wow. Oh. Nice. Jeff, you have any more to say on it and a rating? Oh no, no, no. you did Perfect. All right. Perfect. <laughs> and how many Tris Brosnans would you give it? Uh, 14. Oh. <laughs> 14. I'll give Five. it um, 10 out of 10 Purgles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'll give it okay. a 10 out, of 10, 10 out of 10 trackies. Nice. Easy. Nice. 10 out of 10 trackies. I'll give it a, I'll give it a 9.4 Tris Brosnans. Nice. 9.4? What the? Yeah. F- where's that point six gone, Jimmy? Why? Where's the point six gone? Where does it lose point six? You have to be realistic, man, because we're only going up from here. Well, where? Where, mate? Where? where do you go from here? Where do you go from Luke Skywalker? Where do we go fuck? from here? You go to Han Solo. <laughs> Our man. Yeah, he's already been there yeah. in Solo. The scruffy dude yeah. himself. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It doesn't have to fucking go anywhere in your head cannon yet. Just know that it will go there. Speaking of... Come on, with Filoni s- at the helm, anything they put out is going to be great. You know it. You know it. So it's only going to get better from here. There's going to be more. There is going to be more. And you're going to be like, oh, shit. 9.5 maybe next time. Who knows? We'll see. Did you, did you guys see the <laughs> new... Speaking of Hansel, did you see the new GMA footage behind the scenes from Empire Strikes Back for the 40th. Yes, mate, yeah. And they elaborated that scene where Solo was a prick. Yeah. A little bit. How'd you guys guys feel about that? George Lucas loved it, mate. Yeah, George loved it. George fucking loved it. How many times has George been divorced? (laughs) (laughs) 
Compare that to the amount of times he's had sex. <laughs> oh, dear. Man, yeah. and watching that behind the scenes thing, I don't, I don't know why I kept wishing three PO to like intervene sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Where is this prick? Oh, anyway, man. that's just oh, what I was thinking. I loved all those scenes, all the new stuff, good stuff. Uh, seeing Carrie Fisher, so happy and joyful on set. Yeah, um, that was really cool. Yeah, I like that. Empire Strikes Back is Carrie's prime. Yes, that is. She mm-hmm. is brilliant in that film. Like, awesome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just top notch. Something else. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, apparently, John Favreau is going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow morning. Yeah, oh, I thought he's going to be our guest next week on episode one air forty-seven of the Scruffy That would podcast. be amazing if he dro- if he drops some season three news. If not, That'd we're be- not going to have him on. True. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we have him on? Um, uh, if you're wondering and loved season one Mandalorian gallery, there will be a season two gallery as well mm-hmm. released mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas from Disney. One, are they all together at once or is it one per week? No, it's just one hour. That's all we're getting for season two. It's a Wait, one hour special. Just one? And they're all social. It's a socially I feel like distanced episode. And Back to the Future 3, just one? It'll yep. probably be about Luke, yeah. Ah, oh, fuck me. I oh, was yeah. hoping, I was hoping, sorry for the language, not sorry at all, ever. But I was really hoping for like a dedicated one just about the fight scene on the train last episode. But a Jimmy, train, you can just watch it 12 times then instead. I know. All right, real quick, can we go around the horn? How many times have you rewatched this episode? I've seen it maybe 13 times already. <laughs> I'm not even That's joking. So funny. Yeah. 14, Jimmy. 14, then. I'm having 14 to keep it 30. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, coming to America. You know, coming to America when, when he's talking about fucking. Uh, I don't even know him. Cut that. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know, about? mate. I'm fucking five not, beers deep. I love talking, it. No, talking, this is your best right now. I'm not right talking now. like sit down, listen, watch the episode. I've just had this. I'm on the computer. It's on the second screen. I'm in the room. It's on the TV. I like it's just it's on. I'm just like listening to it in the background the last couple of days. And it's been beautiful. I, I know what I'm talking about. Every time a white man talks about boxing, he has to pull Rocky Marciana out his ass. <laughs> He beat Joe Lewis's ass. You know how old he was? Joe Lewis was 175 years old. He came out of retirement. He was 175 years old. I walked down the street once. I came around the corner. I bumped into Frank Sinatra. I looked up and said, Frank, how old was Joe Lewis when he fought Rocky Marciano? Since he was 175 years old. You never met no Frank Sinatra. <laughs> how many times have you guys seen this? Only once or twice? Four, five. mate. Four. I four. live a real life, Jimmy. I don't get to sit there and stream in my underpants while people take care oh, of my children for me. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I know. <laughs> so, no, I, don't get, I just stay up late at night and don't sleep. Yeah, you do. I'll do it. That's actually... I don't, I don't know why sometimes, but I feel like you're up really late, and I'm worried about it. You do actually text. You texted Kev while this episode, after this episode aired, and you'd not watched yeah. it. We what was that all about, about, Jimmy? What was that, Jimmy? That was what like was four that? in the morning or something. It yeah. was uh, 
What were you um, playing? Well, no. What game were you playing? <laughs> playing any game. Don't lie to me. Come on. I, my guess yeah, was a Bernadette yeah, thing yeah, was, was going was, on. Was he online with you at that time? He was, not he? I don't think he was. No. Oh, no, come on. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was sitting in the car, actually. <gasps> sitting what? in your car? What are you doing in at your car? At 4 a.m.? At 4 in the morning. Oh, oh no, at 4 a.m. No, Friday morning. Three years later at 7 a.m. 4 a.m. We don't get uh, I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I even know what that is. That's awful. I What'd you say? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear I, it. I had, appo- I had an appointment jogging. Good lad. Good um, lad, mate. Lad. No, I, I had an appointment early in the morning still, but no, I had to do a mix of like work and other stuff and I procrastinate and all that other crap. So it is what it is. So you do it when you can. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, yeah, I live down here on the computer sometimes, unfortunately. So, hey. yeah, I have screens in front of me all the time, and they're just running Star Wars on repeat or Star Trek The Motion Picture. Or, or, or Discovery, like Kev should watch. Anyway, um, so it's the last bit of sad news. Uh, rest in peace to Mr. Jeremy Bullock. Jeremy he Bullock. played, if you do not know, played Man the Armor of Boba Fett in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, on his Facebook page, uh, it was announced Jeremy died peacefully on December 17th following health complications, including several years living with Parkinson's. Um, I immediately think, well, Kev probably met him, so he must have some stories. Kev. Dude, yeah, it was, it was really, really, really sad, mate. I've met him, of all the Star Wars guests that I've ever met, he was the one I've met the most. Um, I think I met him four or five times in total. Um, the very, I've got figures signed by him. I've got photos signed by him. And then the very last time that I met him was in 2018, where he did a photo shoot in Boba Fett costume. And I think I mentioned at the time, he was very frail, um, looked looked really poorly. Um, mm-hmm. So, And then I think about six weeks after that, he announced his retirement from the convention circuit etc but he was being from britain being from england he was always a he was a very much a big convention guy and every time i met him i'll be honest he was an absolutely lovely guy um would ask questions spend time with you and yeah it's really sad news really really sad so yeah i met him of all the guests i've met he was the one the most and he was such a really cool lovely guy so it's such a sad sad news but uh yeah rest in peace jeremy what a lab. Anybody else have any stories? Meeting him? I've got no, got no stories, mate. But like Kev says, it's just a mainstay. It was a mainstay on the UK convention circuit. And just from what I've read this weekend and what people have said who I know have met him, just an absolute gent, just a proper English gent. And, and that's like the opposite of his character really in the trilogy is just mm. a fucking lad an absolute lad Indeed. Mm. it's it's got to be cool for him or was cool for him at least to see his character carried on now that they brought him back so yeah thankfully maybe you know at least he got to see that before the end so that that's mm. that was good yeah and that, how amazing is that like the day after he passes they announce a Boba Fett. Yeah, that was, that was great. Yeah. Uh, un- yeah. yeah, so cool, uncanny. Yeah, I'm hoping he. Knew, I'm hoping he knew about it. But yeah, 
Mm. Mm. That would be cool. Cool. But yes, uh, it'll be missed. But to, yeah, lovely guy. Lovely guy. Yep. Well, that does it for the episode, Jimmy. Punch it. Yeah, well, that takes us away for episode number 146, folks. Thank you for joining us. We hope you had a good time. We sure did. Jeff, thank you for joining us your first time on here. No, thanks for having me. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Is this your first time on a podcast? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. That is first so, that is <laughs> first, awesome. So glad to have uh, experienced that with you. You did really well. Good job. <laughs> hey. It's all about mic technique, and you have it, my friend. So oh, you can yeah. check out Jeff at the Jeff Pierman on Twitter with two E's, and uh, also occasionally we'll stream and play games together. So with that said, thanks again for joining us. Episode 146, In the Bag, on tape, Into the Vault. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All the links to all everything we talked about, we be in our description, our Twitter, and our Facebook post, and just have a great life. Be well and stay safe and cool out there, people. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Pack your things. We're leaving. (laughs) Stay safe. Stay well. Wash your hands. Wash your face. Wash your bits and bobs. And as they say in Hotties, and I have researched this, Washuta, Washuta Shanobs. I'll see you. Wait, say that again. What? Washuta Shanobs. It's in Hotties. And I will see you again. I promise. Cheerio. It sounded Canadian. Sorry. This party's over.